Happy Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, another Wednesday, another podcast. So going to stick with this uh, intro thing because I think that it's the way to do it. And uh, this week, I sit down with my boy Ty, who uh, also known as TK, also known as Tyler Keller, also known as the man, the myth, the legend, Solano County's fucking bartender of the year. So he's uh, he's an awesome kid. He's fun. He's a good time. And uh, strangely enough, I knew his grandpa, and then I knew his uncle, and then I met him, not through his uh, uncle or his grandpa, but I met him through, essentially through the bar. And uh, he comes in, he's he's a, a fun, upbeat dude, he's just the kind of guy that you want to be around because he makes the room brighter and more entertaining. Um, he's out there, he's the face of the young crowd for Brew Hall, Benicia's only brewery. He's running the tap room. And uh, he appropriately got the Solano County Bartender of the Year because he's just someone that you you just want to hang out with, you want to spend time with. And uh, I think that he, he brings a lot to the game and a lot to the tap room. And strangely enough, when I did the podcast, he invited me out to the tap room. So that was a real treat. So I'm sipping on the Brew Hall Lime Seltzer right now as I do the intro. And then as we did the podcast, we were having a little something-something from Brew Hall itself. So thanks to Mark, thanks to Roger, and then a big fucking thank you to Ty for doing the podcast. All right, guys, hope you enjoy. Actually, I won uh, fucking playing dice. I got on like a crazy, crazy hot streak. And then I I was like, oh, I have like fucking $500 from dice money. And I was like, am I just going to reinvest this into the dice game or am I going to buy something cool? And I just bought the computer. Was it online dice? No. uh, Just real dice? No, this is with real people. Okay. I was like, what (laughs) the fuck? In person. I was like, online dice? Is that even a real thing? Allegedly at a place that I'm very familiar with and may or may not show up for work. But, dude, holiday seasons get fucking, used to get pretty crazy with that shit back in the day. Roll dice, like, fucking breakout games and shit. Yeah, man, a big fucking crazy. We used to have a whole crew that would allegedly come through. Allegedly. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it got, it got pretty hot for a while. Um, anyways, so I already started recording. I like to just cool. s- surprise, right. cockfag. Yeah, 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 We're doing perfect. it. Natural. Yeah. Um, so, thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't. I on. forgot to introduce my last guest, so I'm going to make a fucking point. Uh, so I, I just call you Ty, right? TK. TK. Tyler. Man, a thousand names. Yeah, that's that's what everybody <laughs> calls me. Yeah, my close friends call me Tyler. I always introduce myself as Tyler, but I'm TK since like the third grade, so okay. it just it rolls with it. It's easy. Flows nice. Yeah. Are we? Uh, is it okay if we say where we're at, or is this a yeah, hidden, absolutely? Are we? This no, an underground good, thing. I so, mean, shit. uh, you know, bar cast started in a bar, and now we're actually at Brew Hall, which is the local brewery. Uh, so thanks for having me here, dude. This oh, is pretty no. tight. Thanks for coming. You brought out. it up, and I was like, oh, I don't know if that's going to fall through or if that was like drunk talk, but I kind of hope that it does pull through because I think it'd be <laughs> cool to do. And it's not all that, like, you know, it takes, whatever, 15 minutes to set all this shit up. It's yeah. not like it's super difficult, but I like kind of the fact that I can travel around with it. Not for sure. I was actually curious. I was like, well, we can set up. Yeah, what the fuck is going to even 
require you weren't joking dude you said i haven't found a place where i couldn't set up i'm like yeah perfect you guys have these fucking mighty tables (laughs) they're all like you know the thin ones are two inches thick that one's three or four inches thick it's like ancient mahogany mark actually made all these i know it's so gangster yeah he's a he's an animal then he almost took his whole fucking hand off with a mill with his you know his portable mill he had like an eleven thousand dollar yeah you know towable mill and <laughs> once oh, it was towable yeah he I've just fucking it. it was like a big trailer dude it was badass that's um, super dope oh dude yeah he would mill all these crazy pieces of lumber and shit all these you know wood that would fall down in people's yards they're like hey you know we don't know what to do with this we need someone to come get rid of it he's like fuck leave it there i'll get rid of it free just give me the wood they're like cool whatever so yeah shit sure enough and then his animals came off one day on you know rainy afternoon he's like all right, that's it oh yeah, yeah. Is he done with it that's it yeah he sold the mill I mean, he still fucking tinkers with the wood, but good for him. He loves it. He's good at it. You know, he's it just, looks great, man. Like this whole the whole setup around here is fucking phenomenal. Like, for sure, dude. The bar top with that little inlaid LED strip. Yeah, like, dude. It, that's I, tight. It's 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 actually really. It's been a huge hit. People were asking him to make their own fucking bar tops for home and stuff. Now he's right. like, you know, got all this side work and stuff. But it's another 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 job for that guy. He's a fucking <laughs> animal. That dude. I don't he's get a, how he does it, man. Neither do I. And look, dude, I was telling talking about you. Wow, words. I was talking about it with you the other day. And, like, he does the wood thing. He do- does a brew hall thing. He has his actual job. Uh, every fucking time I see him on <laughs> on the line, he's fucking just went fishing or, or this or that. Yeah. And then every time I call him, he fucking picks up on the second ring. Oh, dude. I'm like, yeah. dude, don't you have anything else to do? And he's in the middle of three things. He's a he's a machine. That dude is something else, man. I don't get it. He fucking, he, in his first job, he has to take calls at any hour of the night. He'll be sleeping and get a call or an email and be like, hey, you know, we need to connect you with fucking France and in an hour. And he's like, oh, damn, fuck, it's 4 a.m. Like, all right, let's go. He'll be on that call for 12 hours and then be like, all right, time for bed again. And Dude. But he never, I don't get how he does it, dude. Sometimes he puts in like 80, 90 hour weeks. So yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's like, yeah, I got to go pitch yeast or fucking brew. And, right. You know, I'm like, dude. And he's doing all this stuff, brewing all this stuff. So I'm kind of out of the the situation here what you guys got going to brew hall there was like other partners and then mark bought everybody out right? yeah so there was three other partners um two dudes that he homebrewed with and then another gentleman they brought aboard um who okay. was like <laughs> leave it at that. another gentleman yeah another dude <laughs> it was like the, the so it was mark and mark right it was my uncle mark and then mm-hmm. another dude named mark risto yeah and then um the dude they brought aboard was actually one of mark risto's like because mark risto's like a math teacher in vallejo like okay. vallejo middle or uh Springstown Middle or something. Okay. They brought one of his ex-students aboard because he was getting into brewing as well, Dave. Mm. And, um, yeah, they were all just, like, weekend brewers, and they actually started brewing in a little garage over off, like, Couch Street at one of their buddies' houses. And uh, That's tight. Yeah, it was, that's why they call it their brew hole because it was just right. a little hole in the wall they brewed in. It's made of word for anybody wondering. It's not <laughs> real. Made of word? <laughs> yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to call it our little brew hole. It's not in Merriam-Webster's No, you'll never find it. And it's not in a fucking German fucking, you know, English dictionary. So you got to put it in. Just pen it in. Yeah. And start handing those out. And when people ask what it is, it just translates to a good time. So (laughs) That's awesome. It translates (laughs) to a good time. But uh, he, uh, yeah, so he started brewing out there with these guys. And then um, they eventually moved it over here. And then, you know, Andrew Contreras' dad, he owns a building, Robert. So he owns this whole building, and he was actually really generous enough to let us, like, rent the space for a pretty freaking good deal. Like, he's right. awesome landlord. And, uh, yeah, dude, so they've been out here since April 2017. They've been, really been three years? Yeah. It's, Damn, it feels son. like, and it feels even longer than that sometimes. I feel like I've been here for, like, three years. I've only been here for two. Okay. You know, as soon as I turned 21, they let me in here. Right. But um, they've started brewing, like, in that little garage, 
at uh in 2014 <laughs> this music's loud as shit i can hear it's in central out there out to, you know? yeah it's good for them i guess <laughs> yeah. huh? oh hella dark and cold out there these girls are like 10 years old man I don't know. with like the work lights <laughs> dude so, yeah, literally there's, like there's a dancing school right across the street and they have to do everything outside because all this covid crap so there's like a squad of 10 year old girls and like a bunch of work lamps just dancing in the parking lot to <laughs> insert music here i think they <laughs> they saw us doing this and they turned it up yeah like fuck these guys <laughs> let's get in that shit we're over here shouts out tip tap toe dancing yeah that's right dude fucking yeah but i mean it's been a long road um, watching Mark start brewing. I mean, they took the brewery from that little garage up to my grandparents. My grandpa has like a 500 yeah. square foot detached garage, it's which was garage. like, oh, it's pretty big. It's two roll up doors. Like the, I guess the previous owners like 20 years ago used to like, like maintain their like fucking cars and shit back there. Like they right. had like little race cars and huh. little like, yeah, just little fucking funny cars they'd fuck around with back there. And, um, but is that like right over by Joe's? Um, yeah, Joe Henderson, or uh, oh, what are you talking about? Joe's Automotive. Joe's Automotive? No, no. That's no. in the Industrial Park. What am I thinking? Yeah, Joe's is like around the corner. Um, We actually, this is up at my grandparents' house by Joe Henderson, like right okay. off of Solano. I don't know if you know, like where Solano yeah. and fucking Larkin meet, but we're like on a little cul-de-sac over hmm. there. That's yeah. tight. Dude, we just used to smoke weed and like watch all the TV out there. <laughs> it was just like a junk garage where he kept all this bullshit. And yeah. he always had beer on tap because he was like, my grandpa was a weekend brewer too. That's yeah. how it all started. But um, yeah, dude, uh, they've been brewing there for fucking six years maybe you know five years yeah and they're like hey we can you know we, we should do something with this so they got this you know it's, back to this property but it's like all the licensing thing is such a nightmare everywhere especially in benicia but like trying to brew on site and then they got a license to brew off site and then sell on site and then now you have to sell on site but also you have to do it in <laughs> conjunction with food but it has to be outdoor and like Dude. does this this garage door area does that count as outdoor no well it does not because there's a roof on it so okay. i don't really fucking get it because even like if you see like restaurants they do outdoor tents and stuff right they have a like a little ceiling even you guys down at the you know yeah two uh, two walls i would th- think i was last i read that was okay to do yeah i don't you can't which, have four walls but like a bunch of people have four walls anyways i know and that's what i'm saying when you see four walls so you guys actually have it open faced. I mean, right. you guys do four walls like i think even the fucking restaurant over here does four walls and yeah, it's like that's outdoor seating, but it's still outdoor indoor. indoor. Yeah, yeah, it's like, so we're working on getting a closed tent out here for like, I don't all elements, you know, bearing any sure. fucking setbacks, like another closure. But right, I don't know. One thing at a time. I don't, we're finding fun. the tents is tough, man. Dude, just, just finding tents. We rented our tents. We bought three tents. One of them got delivered. They were uh, ten foot by thirty tents, and the first one was delivered, and it was missing nine poles. What the? F- uh, <laughs> the second one. Was and they were all late. The second one, uh, was lost to the point where they literally never found it. And then the third one was delivered, and I set up one of the three tents that we ordered and paid for, and it lasted like two, not even two weeks. It was like eleven days or something like that. And I had like gone because th- it was shitty Chinese. Yeah, I went yeah. through and I like zip screwed all of the poles together and then taped them so they couldn't come apart because they were, the whole thing was like a pressure system, so it held itself together. So if any one piece would have came loose, the whole thing would have came tumbling down. So I zip screwed it. <laughs> I taped it. I secured it to itself and then to the, the fencing that we have around there. Dude, I spent like way too long trying to yeah, buttress this thing. Yeah, fucking Maddie MacGyver, dude. Jesus. And then the poles bent from the wind and on like the halfway through the second week. So these are obviously not the ones you have now. You have you, no. the ones you rented. So yeah. the ones you bought before are all fucking shambled somewhere. Then they never found the second one. The third one I set up and the first one was missing nine pieces and couldn't be set up. Do they fucking reimburse you at least? That's r- absurd. 
I think so. Leslie, the the head chef, she's the one that yeah. was doing that and, and going through that because she got the tables, the chairs, and the tents. God damn. Um, and then the tables and chairs were like a month and a half late. Where did you buy those as well? The tables and chairs we own, yeah. Okay, so where do you guys where are you guys gonna have to store these things? Like upstairs or something when it's all said and done? I we mean, actually have more tables than we have outside, and they're in the. Uh, we keep a lot of storage stuff and we're formerly known as Robert's China Garden. Yeah. So yeah. there's a bunch of chairs in there and a couple more tables. Um, but most of the chairs and tables we leave out and just chain up at the end of the night. Is that just a storage like up there now? I mean, what, what the hell is going up there? If you don't mind me asking, am I allowed to ask that? Like, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> no. Is fuck it, you. Yeah. Podcast is there something? Is there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's are a speakeasy, dog. Yeah. Are they no. fucking milling some shit up there? What do we got? Um, yeah. We're brewing potions in a bathtub trying to make meat. <laughs> you know, meat you brought? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was talking about meth, but yeah. <laughs> a little more profitable. <laughs> oh, fuck. So we... Uh, the goal was to make, I, and this is not 100%, don't quote me on this, but I I think the goal was to make like an event hall. So we could throw like Super Bowl parties or a Halloween party or a New Year's party. Um, and in addition to that, people could rent it out. So we wanted to have something that had food and drink that wasn't open every day like a restaurant. Yeah. And because uh, we have more and more people trying to rent out the back of the bar or have the bar cater events and stuff like that. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Sorry, owning a business <laughs> on top of your business is kind of difficult because, like, if we just did another bar and grill, then we'd be stepping on our own feet. Uh, we'd be yeah. losing business to upstairs from downstairs. So, like, what do you do that doesn't fuck up your already existing business? So, kind of like an event hall, kind of like what's that place the next to the Vets Club? The Vets Club, the Vets Club yeah, Hall, the Vets Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can rent that out for stuff. There's yeah. like that and the Camel Barn are your only options in town. Yeah. So fuck to have Camel Barn, another one of those was kind of the idea. Is that yeah. so? What's up? Is that like not able to happen, or is there a city fucking tugging your cock, or what do you? How do you guys do about we that? We got <laughs> tugging. Yes, they did. We got past all that. We actually have the, uh, we got the liquor license extended to go upstairs, mm. um, which took I think almost two years. Yeah, to I was get gonna done. say that's fucking that's no easy feat, bro. That's major shit. Yeah, even though it's the same address, same owner, and there was previously a liquor license and food license yeah, up there, dude. <laughs> they didn't make it easy. But we got all that approved and done and ready and then started renovating it they redid the floors or like the hardwood floors they redid the ceiling is the same style as in the bar but it's silver really? and then we repainted we had to get a permit to repaint the inside of course it's benicia for you bro i don't know well they love to kiss you on the lips and fucking not even <laughs> ask they yeah uh so it's partially done we the kitchen has been gutted but the kitchen hasn't been restarted at all and it's yeah it's in bad shape dude really it's, oh it was a, they left that place a a horrible, horrible shape. I heard, dude, I heard all kinds of shit. Like, they were just, weren't they failing health violations, like, left and right or something? Or uh, It wasn't good. There's, yeah. a, there's a reason they're not in business anymore. I'll just kind yeah, of that's that. Because the guy that ran it was so fucking nice. He was hella cool. Oh, man. He was, he was such a good dude. Yeah, he was crazy, crazy nice. And Bobby China, bro. We all, you know. Like, yeah, Bobby. Dude, <laughs> dude, <laughs> old Bobby. <laughs> yeah, old Bobby China, dude. That dude was... He was dope. He was a sweetheart of a man. It's just, yeah. I don't know. They had that place 40 years, and it's like, <laughs> it just declined and declined. Crazy. And they had Father Time doing the deliveries. What the fuck is that? I think he was the original Robert. Really? Maybe not. Unless unless little Bobby started running that joint when he was like it, 18. Well, but dude, yeah. So they're, they're, they did change ownerships like a while back, right? Like 15, 20 years ago or something? I think or so, yeah. That, so Robert Jr., even if that's yeah, his name. Yeah, Bobby Jr. Yeah, that guy was like maybe in his 50s. But yeah. there was a dude that, like, dude, I swear he was, like, 120. He was, like, this crazy old man. Is that what you call him, Father Time? Dude, he was so old. <laughs> he was and he was elder. a delivery driver, man. And he what? would, like, go into the parking lot, and he's all hunched over. And, like, 
and he would take him forever to get into his car, and then he would back out at the speed of smell, and it was like an old beat-up Lexus or something. Like, <laughs> the Lexus? It wasn't even like a truck. old around. Lexus, dude. He was delivering fresh striped bass and fucking... I, yeah, like, just stinking up the inside yeah, with... Like, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't... I felt bad for him, because I'm like, this dude is still still working, but... Man. It's hardcore. But anyways, yeah, they got all their stuff out, and, and we got partially renovated. That's and then I we didn't realize it was like that, even. Yeah, we stopped in the beginning of the year. Uh, just in case things go sour downstairs, yeah. we'll have that money that we had allocated for upstairs. We'll be able to spend that on the bottom to keep us afloat. But Oh, so you were just preparing for like COVID if it was going to fuck things up? or The idea was to spend money on fixing the upstairs, but if it goes to shit downstairs, we yeah. got to keep the moneymaker open, you know? For sure. So the good news is the bar's not going anywhere. The bar is safe no matter what happens. Yeah, you guys are doing well, I assume. No. No, oh, okay. But cool. <laughs> Bruce is a smart man, and he's got money squirreled away. And then extra money that was reserved for upstairs. So, like, the bar will make it. It's just a matter of, like, how many of the employees yeah. survive it. Because mm-hmm. if the bar has to shut down for six months, the bar will reopen, but it's just going to be fucking Bruce. Like, you know, I we shut down for two months. I had to get another job. I don't I don't understand how other people didn't. Maybe they save more money than old Matt. But, uh, you know, in what we're doing, I'm working three nights a week, and then every couple weeks they, like, cut my hours more and more. Like, well, you got to – have food to be open. We don't want to have cooks till 2 a.m., so we'll do cooks till midnight. And then they shut it down till 10, and, you know, next week might be fucking worse than that. But God damn, man. I fucking hate that shit, dude. Yeah, it's fucking sucks, I mean, man. this town is fucking small business through and through, bro. And then yeah. the bottom is a fucking staple of this 30 town. years, man. Been there 30 years. It's crazy as fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like all the shit that's happened there. It's fucking good, bad, fantastic. I mean, fucking celebrating my 21st birthday there, dude. It was a night of epic proportions, bro. <laughs> I remember, so I don't remember the last half of it, but I remember the first half was fucking dope. That's kind so. of the rite of passage, man. Go out for your 21st and just get ripped. Yeah, dude. People were like, I've never even been there before, dude. We didn't go to your fucking birthday. And we're like, well, fuck. You shared the experience with us all. It's funny because it was a turd for <laughs> so long. Uh, like 20-something years, that place was a dump. But yeah, like, that's what they just call bottom of the filth. And then, like, you go yeah. there now, it's like you get fucking, it's, it, I would never have that impression in my life. Yeah, but it, so. the whole town was dive bars. There was Pastimes and, and yeah, well, uh, O'Leary's. O'Leary's, dude. And uh, what was the other one? Pastimes, O'Leary's, and uh, Choices. Choices. Yeah. And then they had one they called uh, the brewery, but that was way before my time. That yeah, was, I don't remember that. That was, that was way me. before my time, yeah. I didn't even get to go to the Pastime, bro. I never went in there. I heard that shit was fucking old school. Was Pastime Rookies? Uh, the Relic. Okay, so I, I did go in there when I was like 16. And I remember a friend of mine was like, hey, let's go check out the bar. I was like, dude, I'm fucking 16. They're like, <laughs> I'm telling you, don't worry about it. And we walked in and I was, uh, there was people inside smoking. There was people inside playing cards. And then I looked, there was like five people in there. And one of them was a chick that was in my high school grade. <laughs> and I was like, that girl looks five years younger than me. Yeah, so. dude. And I, I didn't drink. We just went in there and the person I was with was drinking. But I didn't, I didn't actually drink till I was 21. Um, really? So I, yeah, I was a sober guy. Right on. And I remember... Going out to uh, my cousin Jesse gave me his old ID, and he's like four inches shorter than me, and he has green eyes, and he has blonde hair, like doesn't look anything like yeah, me. Yeah, a little German. I don't, yeah, something. Uh, Kinnaman. Yeah, so that makes sense. Uh, but he gave me his expired ID, and I used it literally to buy my mom cigarettes because she would send me to go get cigarettes, and I would buy her cigarettes. <laughs> I didn't buy cigarettes for me. I didn't smoke. I yeah. didn't drink. And then I would use it to go into the bars to hang out with my brother and my cousin, and then just be the driver home. And it worked like 99% of the time. Dude, yeah, they don't look at that fucking expert. They're just like, all right, age, boom, cool, wham. Yeah, it's expired and looks nothing like me. Dude, but like- I remember one time we went into uh, 
O'Leary's. I think it was still O'Leary's. And it was me, Tim, and Jesse. And uh, before we went in, Tim was like, they had a, a guy at the door checking IDs. I don't know if it was a special night or what. I don't remember. Um, but my, Tim goes, just don't be right behind Jesse because you guys have literally you have the same ID. I was like, okay. And then I wasn't paying attention, and I was right behind Jesse. So Jesse shows the guy his ID, and then I get up there, and I show the guy ID. And he, right away, he looks at it. He's like, this is the same fucking ID, dude. You can't come in. And I was like, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Night's over for me. I'll go fucking wait in the car, you guys. Yeah, just give me a ring, dudes. And yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, now looking back, I was like, I'm not drinking. And the guy's like, yeah, right. You can just fucking leave, you idiot. <laughs> and it's, I do the same thing. I'm like, what do you mean you're not drinking? Fuck off, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I got caught once trying to buy my mom. I went to the Chevron, and I was like, can I get a pack of Virginia Slim menthol ultralights? Virginia Slims? Well, yeah, as soon as you buy Virginia Slims, we're like, oh, yep. this guy ain't smoking these. And so they're menthols, and they're ultralights. So they're like Jesus six feet Christ. long, and they're super thin, and they're menthols. And you had to go get your mom a little fucking cigarette holder to smoke <laughs> out of and shit. Like a, a Cruella DeVille. Yeah, like a little <laughs> fucking stick to smoke with. Uh, yeah, and then that lady checked the ID, and she's like, this isn't you, and it's expired, and I'm supposed to take it and call the cops. Jesus. And I was like, well, what are you going to do? And she's like, just get out of here. Just just like, scram. I was like, they're really for my mom. And she's like, just leave before I, I call it in. <laughs> I was like, all right. But she let me keep it. Yeah, fucking A. That's actually impressive. Usually, sometimes they'll just keep it and yeah. fucking get the fuck out of here. But That's the couple of funnies that I've gotten at our bar that are clearly funnies. You are supposed to keep them, and then you call it in. Have you had to do that yet? Uh, yeah. One, I think, we kept and then threw out. And then the other one was actually a really good one. Uh, and it had an actual picture of the girl uh, and her name and address. But the birth date was wrong. And it was, like, really lucky that we caught it because there happened to be someone in there that was like, oh, that chick's 19. And then we, like, you know, like, well, I got this ID. And then, you know, Facebooked her or something like that. <laughs> Um, which is like nice that we have the community of other people who are like yeah. I know who that is and she's a fucking kid yeah and she's got an ID with her you know name and address on it yeah and uh, we called that in and it was hilarious because it was like this is her address and then you you know you Google her or whatever or Facebook her and it's like yeah she lives in town and this that and that and, can, and I don't know what yeah. they did with it but it was like that's really interesting just graduated Benicia Hunt, but if, if you're gonna get a funny ID made put someone else's address on it dude that's know? what or just did a fucking address from not in the city like look up a fucking random address in a different fucking city in yeah. the fucking state you know whatever like it you, says Benicia hmm that's interesting yeah but, dude like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they do with it they don't like call back and they're like oh we got her you yeah know? it's like what's you know it's I guess she's not a minor she's 19 tar uh, and feather her when she's fucking thanks man Getting me beers, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. This you come is... here, you get exclusive treatment. Put your feet up if you want. We'll get you another fucking chair. <laughs> Bar casted, man. You guys yeah. are barring me. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, uh, I, had bring, I had to bring my, my confidant in. You know, just to make sure everything's... <laughs> so you hear fact check or something. There you, know. you go. Yeah, Jamie, look that up. Yeah, right? yo, Wes, pull that up real quick. Yep. We've had... Uh, uh, I did a podcast with Andrew, and then I later on <laughs> did one with Toby. And the one I did with Toby, Andrew sat in the background. He Googled all this shit. <laughs> and it was kind of funny because every now and then he's like, uh, actually, that's yeah, not correct. Time in. Thank you, dude. Appreciate that. I love Andrew. That's a good dude. He's hilarious. Toby's hilarious, too. Did you listen to that one? I didn't listen to that one. Dude. You told me you got fucking sloshed. I want to watch it. Or was nah. that not? That was fucking. Um, that was Graham. I was Graham. I didn't listen to Toby yet. I love Toby, bro. The one with Graham really actually almost cost me my life. That's <laughs> the drunkest I've ever been in my entire life. Did you do it at your house? Yeah, I got obliterated. How'd you finish? Were you, guys, were you just going I on? I have no idea. I don't know. Like, halfway through the podcast, I blacked out. Like, I remember the beginning, and I remember halfway through, uh, and then it's like, 
It was do, bad. Do you have like a like a hardcore blackout? Like you're spinning and you're fucking like losing all your shit. You're slouching over. You're trying to sleep. Or are you like a I'm composed? A very, I'm a really composed drunk. That's fucking awesome. Sort of. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like towards the end of the pot, like I re-listened to him obviously before <clears throat> I post him. Yeah. And re-listening to it, it's like I'm still able to form a sentence and have thoughts, but like I'm dumber. But like when I start <laughs> to slur my words, it's like, oh, I'm really, really drunk. So I re-listened to it, and I can tell. And then I was talking to Graham. He's like, dude, I couldn't tell that you were drunk at all. It's like, I'd, I have no memory of the back half of the podcast. I woke Damn. up the next day, and I was like, oh, my God, I hope I fucking saved that. And I went out, and my computer was off and closed. I'm like, fuck, dude. Oh, so if you don't save it right away, then you fucking lose it? or If I didn't, I'd be fucked, yeah. Oh, my God. But I do. I always do. But when you don't remember finishing the podcast, <laughs> I was like, man, this could be bad. Yeah. And I was – I've – and like I said, I'm really, really composed drunk. Um, and I have like really good control about throwing up. Like I have a, it's just like, oh, you're going to throw up and you have a minute. And it's like, now you have 30 seconds. Now you have 15 seconds. So it's like, I take my time. I go Damn, yeah. find the appropriate place. And then it takes me a little while. And then I start barfing. Like a Terminator, but, dude. You just. Yeah. So I always throw up in appropriate places. Well, I don't remember, but apparently I just decided to go to the sink and I threw up in the sink <laughs> oh, for like a half an hour. God, dude. And then I just decided I couldn't stand up. So I was sitting in the kitchen floor for like two hours. And then I crawled over to the toilet and spent the back half. I came to on the toilet at like, I don't know, 5 a.m. Do you live with like your that. girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, dude, so she's probably like, Matt, what, what, what are you doing? Yeah, that's the only reason I know what happened is the next day she's <laughs> yeah. like, that's the drunkest I've ever seen you. You couldn't, you couldn't stand up. Oh, like, she fuck. couldn't get me to stand up. And she's like, I thought I was going to have to take you to the hospital. Like, it was, you were just ruined. And then I guess I was just like blasting in the toilet for hours. <laughs> and I just kept saying, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Help me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Help me. She's just giving me fucking morphine Tourette's and shit. She's like, like I felt so bad for you because you were just... You know, kept saying that you wanted to not feel this way and you kept asking me for help. And she's like, I can't. Super sad. Just got to wait. <laughs> and the next, the entire next day was like, I couldn't get off the couch. Was, really? Oh, what were you guys so fucking bad. drinking? So the goal was, and I kind of want to do this every now and then, like do a, a blackout podcast uh, where I just drink way too much. Because it's like, you know, part of this thing is most of the time I'm drinking or we're drinking, but not all the time. Yeah. Um, but... <clears throat> I, I think it'd be kind of fun to just go crazy every now and then. Every, what, six, ten episodes just That'd do one. fucking sick. We just drink excessively. Yeah. And uh, so I was talking to Graham about it, and he's like, let's do it. I'm like, okay, well, Graham's on, on point to, like, that guy rages. He parties. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's do something really stupid. Like, let's set a timer. So we said every 15 minutes, we'll take a shot. So we set a timer, and throughout the podcast, every 15 minutes, we take a shot. But beforehand, I, I usually like to have a beer or something beforehand to just yeah. kind of, like, get into it and, yeah. and loosen up. The juice is flowing. Beforehand, I was like, let's do a shot. He does a shot, and my girlfriend does a shot. And then uh, my girlfriend's like, well, let's do another one. I'm like, okay, so we do another one. And then Graham's like, let's do another one. So we do three shots before the podcast, and I think I had two beers before the podcast. So you're already feeling warm. I'm five drinks deep before we sit down. Then I'm drinking, I think, White Claws the whole podcast. And then it turned into 805s because I ran out of White Claws. (laughs) And then we did a shot every 15 minutes. So during the podcast was like, what is that, four... Mm -hmm. Six. That's not six during the podcast, and then three before. So that's nine shots, and then I don't know six, eight, ten beers, uh, in an hour, and a two hour window. Because I think the podcast was an hour and a half. Damn. It's just, and I don't think I stopped drinking, but I don't. I wasn't there, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, how that it sounds ended. like a fucking blast, though. Honestly, just getting hammered and just seeing what comes out of your mouth. Because I know I say some 
that was too much. I just say some shit sometimes. Usually, I'm, when I'm sober, I just say some shit. I sure. Get, you know, when I'm blacked out, I'm like, fucking. <laughs> that fuck. was what I was thinking, especially Graham, too. He's a wild fuck, so you get that guy yeah, greased he's up. Dope. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the conversation was, the, the ending was kind of silly. Like, we're just both being idiots. And he's like, <laughs> so do you want to talk about Star Wars or do you want to talk about something else? And I'm just like, oh, Star Wars. Uh, fucking Han Solo shot first. Uh, blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Being idiots, but. That's was, ideal, though. That's fucking awesome. It was a good time, for sure. Except for, and I remember doing the podcast. I was like, oh, it'd be cool if someone listened to this and, like, wanted to join us. So I was like, all right, knuckleheads, time to do a shot. It's been 15 minutes. And then the <laughs> next day, I was like, I need to, like, put out a warning that nobody should ever do this. Like, that's, doing shots every 15 minutes is the fucking worst idea I've ever no, had in my well, life. every 15 minutes, somebody drinks a shot somewhere, you know? You know that old thing they teach you in school? Oh, that was so. definitely it. Every 15-minute <laughs> every <laughs> program? Every, every 15 minutes, someone <laughs> takes a shot somewhere. So fucking oh, hey, dude. That's fun though, dude. I, it's a good idea. Just like every fucking whatever ten episodes or something, just do a blackout episode. And it's just like, yeah. oh shit, like you know, episode twenty four, like blackout episode coming up. Yeah, so. Just drink to excess, man. Have a good time. Yeah, and that's yeah. the whole thing is just about having a good time and then chopping it up with fucking people. Yeah. Um, so and that's I like having the freedom of I do this for fun and realistically it doesn't make any money. Yeah. Uh, there are some people that like donate. Which is super dope. What, to the pod? Yeah. Well, that's sick. So I do it through uh, this, uh, it's a podcast creation app uh, called Anchor. Yeah. This is like unofficial shout out to Anchor. <laughs> um, and it's pretty dope for like, if you want to start a podcast, it does all the fucking thinking for you. So it actually makes it really, really simple. Um, and in it, you can set it up to where people can donate to the podcast. So like on the bottom of the, the link or the bottom of the profile, it says, if you want to donate to the podcast, click this link. The which is cool, but you have to do like a monthly donation. Hmm. So it's like $1 to $50 or whatever. I don't know what the upper limit is. You can donate to the podcast, but it has to be monthly. And I really wish they just had like a insert how much you want to donate. Because yeah. I've had a lot of people be like, I'd like to throw you five bucks, but I don't want to throw you five bucks every month. And so it's like, ah, if you want to donate to the podcast, go ahead. But I think it's silly that you have to do a monthly subscription. So, and a couple people have like signed up for a month and then unsigned off, but I I just wish you could just throw five bucks on it or something. So that's what it is. You have to sign up and then like you know like take it take yourself off the. Yeah, who wants okay. to fucking subscribe to my stupid? I mean, a couple people have and it's pretty dope. But, yeah, I totally uh, would. I don't know how to do, how do you do how do you go about that? Just on the website or some shit. It's uh if you yeah, if you're on uh Spotify or Apple or whatever yeah. in the description of the podcast is a link to to donate. Oh, perfect. Um, but like I said, it's like this weird thing where you have to sign up for a monthly reoccurring. Fee and I, I wish that they just had a one time thing. Yeah, that'd but, be ideal. Fucking yeah. simple. So yeah, I got to do about uh, <coughs> seven hundred fifty more of these, and I'll break even for the equipment. Hey, <laughs> you're on the road, on yeah, the road to seven fifty. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. I don't know. What is this? Nineteen episode nineteen. Damn, we're already nineteen, huh? One a week, man. One a week, dude. Damn. I think yeah, three, four, eight, twelve, sixteen. Your very first desk was uh, wasn't Andrew? Was it? Mm, I think it was Bill Jones. No, it Bill. was Wink. Wink. Okay. Wink. Yeah. yeah. Alex Winkley. That guy's fucking right he's I think hilarious. I, his little brother, Jack, right? Yeah. Jack. Yeah, I know Jack. I went to school with Jack, Jack and Maria, I believe. Uh, his sister. Does she work at Sprinkles? I don't know. I know Jack does. His sister did or does? I think too? she did as well. She might still. I don't know. I do know some Winkleys I was in school with. Big Jack. That dude, fucking Jack and the Beanstalk, bro. That dude's a <laughs> fucking giant. Have you ever seen his mom? No. Just fucking straight up Viking. Really? Straight up. No wonder, dude. These dudes are, that's fucking big blood right there. Hilarious. Dude. His dad is like super, super, the three times I've met his family. <laughs> uh, his dad is super like polite, concise, 
uh, intelligent dude. Really? And because I'm fucking me and Wink have known each other for a long time, yeah. and we have spent a lot of time making bad decisions, pissing people off. <laughs> That's but the, best. the couple times <clears throat> I've met his mom, she is in like one one more straw on this camel's back, and I'm gonna murder my own son. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever met her. So like we were working at the, the old pizza joint, and she stormed in one day and started screaming and yelling at the first person she saw. She's looking for Wink and then starts screaming and yelling at me. And then Wink comes out of the back with his tail tucked between his legs. <laughs> yeah. And she just starts fucking ripping on him, like, in front of everyone. She doesn't give a shit. Just blowing up on him. And, you know, she likes big lady with, like, blonde curly hair. I think it's blonde. I don't know. Lighter colored yeah, blonde hair. Yeah. Just shredding this this 22-year-old man, like, obliterating <laughs> him. And I was just like, from that day forward, I'm like, that woman is terrifying, dude. I do not want to fuck with her. Were you a pirate? Yep. Oh, dude. You were there for a while, no? Yeah, like five Five years? That was OG, too. 15, I think I remember you when I was... Six years. Yeah, I think I remember you being there when I was, like, young, dude. I was a kid. I started when I was 15. I left when I was 21 or 22. Yeah. 21 or 22. I took a little bit of a break. How old are you now? 31. You're 31. Okay, so yeah. I'm... Yeah, I'm... Okay, yeah. I, I must have been a little young, because I've never, I've never seen you there. I was there forever. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just tell my girlfriend this. It's a dude named uh, Dan Clavery, who I met through my older brother. He went to school with my older brother, Tim. And I was fucking 15, and I was like, I'm an adult. I'm getting a job, uh, which is like one of the things my pops ingrained into me. And so I was like, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to start making money, and then I'm going to move out because I hate my parents for no reason. That was my – that's the reality of it. <laughs> so I started fucking hoofing around town, and I went to the Whack Arnold's. I went to the uh, – I went to all the shitty food places in town. I was like, one of these dumps will give me a job. Yeah. I remember going to Taco Bell and having an interview with – a guy, I can't remember his name, but he was colossal. He was like fucking four or 500 pounds. Jesus Christ. But he was super nice, and we sat down at the table, had this interview. Right on. And it was like, I nailed it, I guess. And the guy was like, okay, cool. So, you know, like, when can you start? And how old are you? Are you still in school? I was like, yeah, I'm 15. And the guy was like, fuck. I'm like, what? He's like, I can't hire you if you're 15. I wish you would have lied and said you were 16, because I can hire 16-year-olds, but I can't hire 15-year-olds. And I was like, actually, I'm 18. And he's like, dude, I already know. But... Just so you know, if you say that you're 15, a lot of places are going to disregard you. So then I started going around places just fucking lying. I'm like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, like I'm, I'm 16 or I'm 18. So I went into Pirate because I remember that uh, Dan, Dan Clavery worked there. And I walked in. I was like, hey, Dan, I'm, I'm actually looking for work. And uh, back in the day, they used to give you a stack of uh, door hangers, like the little things that hang on a doorknob. Yeah, says, hey, yeah. we're Pizza Pirate. And it was like. For every 1,000 that you passed out, they'd give you 20 bucks or something like that. Hell yeah. And uh, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that. And I remember talking to him back and forth, and he's like, we checked the dumpsters. So, uh-oh. <laughs> Let's uh, get that thing. You're on it? You got it? We got it. All right. So we're back. Bam. Cool. Uh, short story long, I, I went in to get the job at fucking Pete's Pirate, and, and Dan was like, I was 15. I had a nasty, real thin fucking scum stash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and I had didn't sh- wasn't shaving my fucking eyebrows, so I had one horrible unibrow. <laughs> my eyebrow grows together and it grows down my nose. Oh my and god. Now I'm hairier. It starts growing into my beard on the sides. Jesus Christ. So I had this fucking M, and my my older brother used to call it the scalp because it always looked like I was fucking frowning because my goddamn eyebrows just came down my nose. <laughs> So he's like, if you want a job, you cut off that disgusting mustache and then shave your unibrow, make it two eyebrows, and I'll give you a job. He and said I, it to you? Yeah. And I was like, I left there. I was like, fuck this guy. What a piece <laughs> of shit. Nope. I can't believe he told me to shave my mustache and my eyebrows. Like, you can't. That's not even legal. I know my rights. And then I went home and I was like, I'm disgusting. 
So just, absolutely right. <laughs> so I shaved my fucking disgusting mustache, and then I made my one <laughs> eyebrow into two eyebrows, and I went back, and he's like, oh, you really did it. Okay, cool. Here's a shirt. You can start tomorrow. Damn. <laughs> Let's go. Like, one of those angry, hard lessons to learn. Like, yeah, if you stop being so disgusting, I'll give you a job. <laughs> yeah. Clean like, yourself up, son. People will be looking at you in this environment. You can't look like that, dude. <laughs> he was a like he was a really funny dude that was usually it was always funny when he was doing or talking to people that wasn't you. But when his wrath was devoted towards you, it was horrible. Oh, <clears throat> and I remember I showed up one time and I was like, Hey man, I was running late or whatever it was. I was like, I don't have a shirt. He's like, Okay, this is on you, dude. I'm gonna get you a shirt. And he went up to the office and he got me like a fucking woman small. And he gave me this tiny shirt that was the sleeves barely passed my armpits. So they were bunched oh, up and pinching in my armpits. And the bottom of the shirt was above my belly button. So and you I was, were just whoring it out back there. I had four inches of belly sticking out. And I was like on floor. So I was the guy doing tickets and, and bussing tables and doing the salad bar. I, dude, I looked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. But I was like, I did forget my shirt. It's on me. Like, it's the one thing I have to bring into work is a shirt. Dude, that's so funny, though. I'm such a butthead. <laughs> <laughs> You know, lessons learned as a kid. This is on you. Yeah, yeah. Brutal. But it, it worked. Yeah. Did you ever forget your shirt again? Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. Zero dude. times. I started keeping them in the back of my car and stuff. Money. And boom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how we got on that. We were talking about, I don't know. Uh, oh, Alex, I think. What? Oh, we were talking about Alex's mom. Right. The ferocious Alex's mom. And then yes. We, uh, we, it always winds up back at Pizza Party. Yeah. Every time I do a podcast, it winds up <laughs> back at fucking Pizza Party. I spent so many days there, dude. Back to the pirate, bro. You probably know that. You, could you walk in there right now and just know what to do right away? Yeah. I could tell you right now that a 20-inch pizza, uh, pepperoni pizza, has 64 pepperonis. Boom. Silence. Never, yeah. N- fucking whoa, silence. Like, oh, I'm like, I had to look at my confidant. Like, dude, yeah. you hear that? Is this true, <laughs> Jamie? Yeah. Yeah. You, you call Mr. Ebshire yeah, right now. Yeah, call it up you. right now. Call that's Pat, right? Yeah. So okay. the tickets used to print out, and uh, there would be weights for ingredients, and there would be a number for meat. Um, so, you know, uh, f- a combination, a 16-inch is going to have seven salamis and seven hams and, you know, 32 pepperonis and, and 0.5 ounces of mushrooms. You're supposed to weigh it all out so everything's consistent in the Damn. same. And that's like the, at the time, that was ideal. So everything is consistent. You want all your pizzas to look the fucking same, no matter who's making yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, when things get busy, it gets a little bit looser. But the, the meats were easy because it would give you a number. Like, if you're placing them on a pizza one at a time, it takes zero seconds to count them. Yeah. And one, I just remember two. a 20-inch pepperoni pizza is 64 pepperonis. Holy fuck. That's all I remember out of that. I was going to say, I was like, what else are you know, motherfucker? Are you a bunch some, of silliness, yeah. Some trade secrets. Probably how to make the dough, sugar, salt, yeast. 50 pounds of flour. 50 pounds of flour. That dough, dude, phenomenal. That would make great dough. Yeah, you got to make it sweet, man. Apparently, yeah. that's the key to victory. You got to put a lot of sugar in it. But really? There's a lot of sugar in the dough? Well, when you're making 50 pounds at a time, yeah, and yeah, you're doing yeah. two not pounds like, of sugar. I guess like ratio-wise, not a lot, but you have to put sugar in it. Otherwise, it tastes like butthole. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time I was cutting dough, and we <clears> had <throat> these like 18-inch serrated knives for dough. And you, whatever, you 50 pounds of flour, so it winds up being, you know, five gallons of water or something. So you wind up with 80 pounds of product of dough. Yeah. You pull it out of this mixing machine and then you throw it on the counter and then you start slicing dough. And the I'm trying to remember the weights, 20 inch pizza was like pound and a half of dough. Damn. It's all again, you weigh it all on a scale yeah. and then you roll it into little dough balls. 
but you grab a chunk of dough and you pull it and then you slice it with the samurai sword and then you throw it on the scale and then you add little bits and then you smash together until you get the perfect weight. Holy that way shit. all your pizzas are the same size. Um, and you get in this, this like rhythm of like you grab this gooky thing and you stretch it out like bubble gum and then you slice it with your samurai sword and then you pull it out, sink, sink. But I, I remember I grabbed it and I pulled it out and I sliced with my, my dough sword and it went through the dough and there's like 18 inch blades that are serrated. It went through the dough and then hit my pinky, and then as I pulled the blade back, oh my I felt God. the teeth go through my pinky finger, and then I remember feeling the serration go click, 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 click on my bone of my pinky finger. And there's like, I still have a scar on the front of my pinky, and it was just right, just the tip, dude, just right on the tip of my pinky, my pinky. And I remember I felt that, and I pulled it out, and the dough was immediately covered in blood, and I was like, this isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> my God, dude! Fuck, that's like my when I was cutting like fucking stuff up at the restaurant I used to work at. I was always terrified of that shit, and then I got a system down where I could. I knew I was gonna fuck myself up, but when you're slicing like that, dude, you're just fucking, you know, pull, cut, pull, yeah, cut. dude. Whatever I did, seven thousand cuts, I cut myself once. Jesus Christ, it's gross and gnarly cut too, like that. And I'm like, you're just fucking a little nick. Like, yeah, and I was like probably seventeen or eighteen, so I like <laughs> I taped it shut. And then I taped around it, and then I put a napkin on it, and then I put it in a glove. And it was like every 20 minutes, the glove finger would fill full of blood, and I'd change it out. I was like, Jesus Christ. It'll be fine. I don't need to go to the hospital. I was a kid. I still had health coverage. It probably would have been like $15 for stitches, but I just waited it out for a month. It ended up closing, though. Yeah. No issues? No. Damn, that's savage, actually. You just still got feeling? I don't know. It only goes so deep. On, I'm glad I cut it on the tip. Yeah. Because I feel like there's not a lot there. If I would have done it on the side, and maybe I got a tendon or something. Yeah, you're getting like, nerves and shit up. And, and just split open on the front. It was fucking gross. Damn, you just fucking salved that way out, huh? You went to work and shit kept rolling. No, just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, I didn't yeah. power through it. I was just fucking stupid. That's a good way to, that's a good like, way to put it. Like, oh, I'm getting paid six seventy five an hour. I can't quit on the job now. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> making good money, dog. I'm bringing him $200 a week, bro. Like, fuck all that. I remember when I got the job, a little after I got the job, when I was getting the job, I was like, okay, if I make six seventy five an hour and work 40 hours a week, my take home is going to be whatever, $700 a week. And as a kid, I'm like, this is a phenomenal amount of money. There's how many weeks in a year? This is, yeah. I'm going to be swimming in gold. And then it's like, no, you wash dishes, man. You work two, maybe three nights a week. You're not working 40 hours a week. <laughs> and then you get the check and you're like, I was supposed to get $180 and I got $120. Yeah, what is this tax shit? Fire, what the fuck is going on? Where's all my money, man? <laughs> yeah, dude. So salty about it. Yeah, well, I mean, fuck, especially when you're a kid, you're just like, dude, yeah, like, da da da. And you never really, I mean, every, you always hear taxes, taxes are going to tax you. And you're ready and you're like, well, fuck, whatever. It like, can't be that much. How bad can it be? Dude, fuck. I did not account for it. All of a sudden, a fucking quarter of your paychecks is like, you know, what, yeah. what? You know, so, yeah, that's funny, though. I was 15. I thought I was going to be retired by 28. Yeah. Washing dishes. Like own, own the fucking week. joint. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Buy my own fucking house. <laughs> yeah. No. Hell no. Pull up to work in a fucking Lamborghini. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking suicide door your way into the joint. Not me, dude. I'm notorious. What well, was? Now, I, this is the first time in my life I have a decent car, but especially working a pirate, I was the guy with the revolving door of shit cars. That's fine, dude. So many cars, dude. Really? Oh, my God. I the, I did a solo podcast kind of talking about my cars, and I like went into a rant of how many I've had, but like I would have to spend a good amount of time like sitting down and mapping it out, but I've had like over 20 cars. Jesus and Christ. I've had my current truck for a little bit less than a year and the truck before that I had for five years and then before that I averaged a car like every six months for 10 years 
You don't have the truck. You don't have the truck with the ball turret mounted anymore, do you? No, I gave that away. With the turret? No, fuck no. I was like, Come you on, fucking asshole. You can't give that away, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've got to keep that. Yeah, I still have the turret. It's actually just, well, down the way a little bit. I've got a shop over on uh, by Rosie's Cafe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that barbecue spot's at. Yeah. Well, yeah, now it's the barbecue joint. Yeah. Is yeah. It, I, I haven't been there yet. It's, it's I'm good. like 150 feet away from it, and I haven't been there. It's pretty good. A little pricey, but you can't really blame them. I mean, you know, like you said, we were talking about this like two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Good barbecue is expensive, and they have some pretty good meat, I feel. And, uh, I mean, they're starting from nothing, bro. Like, it's a small Filipino family. They're hella good people. Oh, cool. Cool as fuck. Like, you know, Trabalo's the dude who runs it. He's fucking awesome. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, they got good food, though. They got a, a crazy little menu. They got a little cool blend of, like, you want Filipino, like, authentic Filipino cuisine? Or do you That's want, tight. like, fucking barbecue? Like, pretty cool little joint. I, I like it. And they get a lot of love, bro. I, I didn't know how long they would last because they started as, like, a little pop-up, like, right. on, like, Springs Road. Oh, okay. Dude, yeah. I'm, like, is that the one that was, like... Right off the fucking main drag where they would just blow smoke everywhere that smelled delicious? Damn near. I think that was them. They were, like, towards the end near – fuck, what was it? Uh, it was, like, well, like that Seven Flags is on fucking uh, Springs Road. I'm pretty sure there's a Seven Flags right there somewhere. Mm. Maybe about, like, O'Reilly's Auto Parts or something down there. Okay. But um, I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. They, they fucking um, – they were just cooking it up out there all the time, bro. Like, Mac went – they don't have these special days. Like, Mondays are – closed but tuesdays are like fucking uh like try or taco tuesdays and then it's uh mac cool. wednesdays and then it's like tri-tip thursdays so yeah. you know they just do all it's fun though it's cool that good is cool food. good food but check them out bro yeah shout out uh <laughs> backyard barbecue i'm disgusting that i haven't been there because like i said my workshop is in the same parking lot i was down there like every week for when they opened and i haven't been there in like fucking two months fair three months it smells good it i definitely count for that tastes good bro that's cool and that iron shop Foundry yeah. thing that's next to them. They built that like mega spite wall. Yeah, and it's like done like shit because the top of the fence is like a whatever height. Dude, like everything is is twelve feet except for they didn't account for the fact that the parking lot moves in height. <laughs> yeah. So if you look at the top of the wall, it's just this fuck up and down thing. It looks Dude, so dumb. It looks stupid as fuck. I don't know why they did that. And everybody backs into it. Yeah. Everybody backs into oh, it. Oh, bro, like that thing has been fucking through battle. They used to, like, set up a bunch of cones, and then they, like, hired a private guy to tell you to fuck off and not park there. (laughs) And, like, I would drive through it sometimes to, like, turn around, and the guy would, like, come out and bark at me. Like, dude, I'm just fucking moving my truck. Like, I'm not. Plus, what do you guys need 110 spaces for? Like, nobody even comes into your store. No, no. I don't know. I don't don't know what they do there. So, you have a shop right there? Yeah. Is it just, like, you guys fuck around there, or is it, like? Just me. Yeah. Sometimes my brother shows up. You have your own shop? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's, like probably twice the size of the inside of this place really i think it's 500 square feet that's bad and it has a not even a full-size roll-up door really i think it's like eight feet or something like normal one is 10 or 15 foot it's like an eight foot roll-up door you there all the time no <laughs> i should be now because i'm fucking barely working but i I was spending a bunch of time there and then recently haven't been but like yeah. i got some motorcycles in there i've got an old uh, yeah. uh i have a pinto wagon that i've had forever you have a pinto yeah, and I'm I used to be obsessed with those things for no reason. They're my favorite cars. I dude, Pintos are so badass. They're so tight. I used to think those were the sickest car ever. I'd never, I've seen like three ever on the road. I've owned f- three or four. Guac, root beer, one. I've owned three. You named them all. Yeah, the Guac is the the guacamole colored green one. Jesus. Uh, the ro- fucking root beer brown one was the four cylinder wagon I bought from some dude that <laughs> lost a an exhaust valve or something. And then the uh, 
whatever you wanted, the red wagon, the one that I, that was my yeah. first car ever. I still have that, and it's in that workshop. Damn. And I'm, there's a V8 in it, sitting in it, not mounted. Maybe it is mounted. I don't remember. A V8, too. What? So that's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah so like you're, a, me- you're mechanically inclined. Sort of. Sort of. I got to like be careful with that because every now and then I'll say that and someone's like, hey, do you, can you fix this? I'm like, nah, I'm just broke. Yeah. I just broke my whole life. So it's like, oh, I'm driving this thing and it doesn't work. I can either fucking walk or I can try and figure it out. And like a lot of the times I figured it out. So right on. yeah, sort of. I'm not a mechanic, but yeah, like yeah. mechanically inclined is a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've been working on that V8 for like my entire life. So <laughs> I don't know. That's badass, bro. A little Pinto. I got to check that shit out, man. I love that. It's Pinto Wagon, but they're two doors. Yeah, that's so badass. It. Those are the sickest. And the hatchback. So, it's the way of the future, dude. You fold down those back seats, and it's like a pickup truck. I thought when you said guac, I thought you said, like, quack. I thought you named it, like, some fucking... Oh, no. The guac. Like, guacamole green. Yeah, yeah. Because it was, was guacamole like... green inside and out. Inside? Inside and out, dude. It, the outside was guacamole green. The inside, like, the seats, the dashboard, fucking guacamole what green. The fuck? It was... As 1974s could possibly be. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely dude. disgusting. Dude, how did you get your... I think you've told me this before, but how the fuck did you get your hands on that ball turret? Uh, or the mount or whatever, you know, the frame. The, f- the frame was built, uh, but the turret was... My grandpa got it for my uncle John, uh, I think, my, my, for my uncles. So my, yeah. my family grew up here in Benicia on uh, Wingfield Way. There's like that big old... St. Augustine's College site. Yep. Um, and so my that was my grandparents' house, and they had a big-ass yard. They bought like a, a – I don't know what kind of boat it was, like a pontoon boat or a trimaran or something. Okay. It was like a hold boat that had two separate pontoons, and then they cut off the bottoms of them and just set it in the dirt, so we like had this dope boat to play in in the dirt. Dude, um, what? And then like this is before I existed. Uh, my grand, The story goes my grandpa brought my uncle – to this military vehicle surplus store and they were supposed to buy a Jeep, like an old military Jeep. Yeah. Uh, and then they went there and they were out of Jeeps, but they had like an excess of turrets. They're just like ball turrets just like <laughs> sitting in the dirt. Yeah. Like they had like a bunch of them. So I guess they picked the one that had the most glass and whatever. I don't have no idea what the price was, but they loaded up this ball turret and then brought it home. Ball turret sans guns. So it's just been literally cut out of the plane. So the wires and stuff were snipped and cut. But had the controls and the seat and the, you know, it was all mostly there with the bulletproof. It's like a plexiglass, it's like yeah. a two-inch plexiglass. Dude. So they brought that home and just threw it in the yard. And then they would play with it. And then I grew up. They just There's a turret in the yard. And all I remembered was, like, there was this turret, which is dope to play. And it had a little joystick and controls and, like, this. It's shaped like a banana. Yeah. But it was, like, the switchboard with, like, 50 switches in it and, like, toggle things and missiles and fire and all this crazy shit. What? So we just, it just sat in the dirt. And I, but I remember it would flood every winter. Like it would get rained on. Cause I just sat it outside and I, all my aunts and uncles broke all the fucking glass out of it by the time I existed. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I, I don't remember you having glass on it. No, there's, there was very, very little, like an inch or two on the yeah. perimeter. And then I pulled most of it out cause it's just sharp stuff. Um, but it, it would sit there and then get rained on. And then the seat would hold like six inches of fucking swamp water. Yeah. And then it would become a mosquito nest every year. Jesus and Christ. And we would like barely bail it out. It probably would take a minute to bail out all that poopy water. But we would like mostly let it sit and then just like stack stuff in it so we could sit above the swamp water and then like play machine gunner in it. And then our whole lives was like, oh, we should put it in a Volkswagen or we should put it in a truck or we should mount it in this and it'd be super fun. 
And then I found out about Wasteland Weekend, which is like that Mad Max festival in the yeah. desert. Yeah. And then the first <clears throat> first year I went, I found out about it. My buddy Kevin was like, hey, there's this dope-ass thing. You should check it out. And he had gone the year before, and he told me about it. I was like, all right, I'm in. Sounds super dope. And then my brother Tim, who's like a more he, – he's an actual mechanic. Oh, really? But also equally psychopathic <laughs> where – He's like, we should do this. And then I'm like, we should do that. And then we fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, him and he like really pushed me into it. He's like, let's get the fucking ball turret and let's put it in your shitty fucking truck. And I was like, okay, cool. So we get the turret. I brought the turret to uh, Jeff here at ABC Muffler. Yeah. That guy is my, that's my fucking dog, dude. Really? I only show up to him with absolutely bananas projects. I'm like, listen, Jeff, I have a ball turret and I have a Chevy S10. <laughs> I need this ball turret to sit in my Chevy S10. This is before I could really weld. And uh, so he does, he's like my <clears throat> custom welding weird project dude. Sick. Doesn't really do that kind of stuff, but he likes doing weird shit for me because he's yeah. super cool. Fuck and yeah. uh, so I brought him the turret. I brought him the truck and uh, he built a little stand on it and then he through bolted it through my truck bed. And so it like sits around the wheel wells and then it's got this, it's got a, I don't, a frame that it sits on so it can sit on the ground or it can sit in the back of an 87 S10 and then through bolt to the bed so that it cannot move. <laughs> And then we rigged the wiring through the S10 into the battery and then rigged up controls so that the turret would rotate left and right on its own gearing. It was all still there and functional. Damn. So it rotates left and right on a, a, a hydraulic marine motor of some sort that we hooked up to the gears and then built a spindle for. So it's like most of the original gearing was there. We just add a little motor and then a little drive. Dude, what? And then rigged it up to the battery. So the guy, someone could drive it and someone could sit in the back and then rotate the turret left and right. And then I built fake cannons for it. You could actually fucking rotate the turret when you're sitting in it. Yeah. And so the first year there was a switch. <laughs> and then the second year, my brother was like, this is stupid. We have an external switch. So we should just incorporate it into the control. So we pulled off the control, the original uh, mount or whatever the fuck it's called, joystick for it. And then reinvented his own little paddle system and then re-rigged that all up. So when you, you sit in the turret and there's the two joysticks, when you rotate the joystick left, the turret turns left. And when you rotate it right, it turns right. So now it's incorporated into the actual turret's control system. It's like way cooler. Dude, this is fucking gnarly. <laughs> I just thought that I was just there to like fucking look at. Nah, dude. Hell no. Dude, yeah, I should have known better. What the fuck? That's a slash. I should have slapped myself silly when I fucking asked myself that question. Dude, that is so sick. Uh, yeah, I'll have a seltzer, actually. Let's try it out. You want, you want berry or lime? Let's do berry. Berry, yeah, grab a berry. Thanks, dude. Yep. You know where it's at. <laughs> you know what to do. Yeah. He's a fucking professional back You know there, way right? around the joint. Yeah. And that was, like, the, the culmination of, like, me having a vehicle that I was willing to do this to. Yeah. And then my brother being like, let's fucking do it. And Hell let's yeah. do it better. And let's do it better. And, dude, that, he's, that guy's fucking bananas. And he's your older brother, obviously. Yeah, Tim. Okay. He's fucking crazy. Do you have two and, older brothers? Uh, no, I have a way older sister, and then I have an older brother, and then there's me, and then there's Pat. He's my younger brother. Yeah, I know. I know Pat. We went to school together, uh, but I don't know Tim. I think I met him once, Fair. maybe, but he lives okay. in Vallejo. But uh, all right. I don't know. It's not a lot of people don't know him. Yeah. I guess like if people in his age group do, but anyone below him is like, I don't know. He doesn't go out a whole lot. I try and pull him out every now and then. Yeah, he works whatever. a fucking lot, but grown man, fucking you know, doing his own thing. He's yeah. got his own assortment of crazy fucking projects, but oh, dude, it's dope. When we get we sit down and we get together, and then we start spitballing ideas, and he'll start with A, and then I'll go to B, and then he goes to C, and then we go to D, and then we wind up at Z, 
Yeah. Like, well, okay. Well, I've got a truck and I've got this, or I've got a workshop, and you know how to do. That. He can. He's a phenomenal welder. He can like TIG weld and and all. That. I can barely arc weld. Really, he can yeah. do all the TIG and shit. He's pretty dope. Yeah. Damn. All right. He's like a step above me in all things mechanical. Um. But yeah, it's nice to like get together with him because he comes up with crazy ideas, and then I'll come up with a crazier idea, and then between the two of us, we figure fucking something out. Yeah. Yo, Seltzer's a little heavy, too, bro. Heads up. <laughs> Mark Lissom at 4.8, but it? I know damn well around 4.8. Okay. So. It's fucking tasty. It's pretty good. It's not bad. And it's his first. You know, he never... It was a popular demand thing. It's really so. tasty. It's pretty good. And like Dang. I said, it's great to mix, bro. It's great to mix. Fortify it. Fortify. Like fortify. you said, fortify your Seltzer. That's right, man. Drop another. Drop an extra shot in there. I don't need it tonight, but that's, well, yeah, dude, that's saying, good. That's really good. It's good, bro. You know, it's surprisingly, you use vodka yeast to make it, and he makes that shit in like three days. Really? Yeah, like That's super tight. quick, super quick. And I love like how <clears throat> things just take off out of nowhere. Like, oh, dude, Lacroix and Perrier have been around forever. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Wow, fuck those guys, dude." And then out of nowhere, it's like, "Oh wait, you can't buy it because the shelves are empty." And, like, Rayleigh's makes their own version, the yep. Bubblies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Safeway makes the Refreshies. And, like, yep. they're just fuck. You can't buy it you know, because the shelves, everyone wants it. And they started putting booze in them. <laughs> I remember when I was like, hey, guys, we should get White Claws at the bar. And universally, everyone was like, fuck you. Those are so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and then I ordered them, and we couldn't. Literally, in the beginning, the distributor didn't have enough to supply us with enough with how much we were selling. Bro, it's crazy. It's like, been such a fun. Those, that company, those, those seltzers. I mean, everybody's making seltzers. Coors making seltzers. Bud Lights. Corona. on the bandwagon. Everybody. Budweiser. Everybody's yeah. making fucking seltzers, That's bro. It's really fucking good. It's really good. Yeah, I appreciate Damn, that. I'm biased because I like it, but it's tasty. But Drake's actually makes a fucking Imperial seltzer, which is like 11 on, 7. Son. It's like fucking red, like a wine cooler. That should be illegal. Dude, and it tastes so good. That's like. the problem with them is like I, I got into this white cloth phase and then I got into this. Uh, I go home every night and I my <clears throat> standard go to is my girlfriend's already asleep because she has a real job. She works in the mornings. Yeah. So I get home now. I get home at 11 p.m. or something. I play video games till three or four in the morning. Yep, I love it. I just drink and I play video games mostly with Alex. All right. We just play fucking Overwatch. Yeah. Dude. And uh, so I like I started getting white claws and then I would drink. White Claws, but they're so easy to drink. Like, I drink six, eight, ten a night, and then I wake up the next day like, oh, I got to get some before I come home. I buy another 12-pack, and I come home, and I'd smash most of it. Do the next, Dude, I did it for, like, almost two months. I was drinking, like, a pack of White Claws every night, <laughs> getting wasted playing Overwatch. Like, and I'm like, I'm spending so much money on booze, and so I bought a pack of 805s. Yeah. Dude, it took me, like, a week and a half to go through a 12-pack of 805. Like, take a sip and, like, oh, it's so bitter. Yeah, yeah, dude. What's the thing with those fucking White Claws, bro? A They're lot of so my buddies buy them. We just shock them. We, you know, we're shocking these things all fucking day and night. Oh, yeah, dude. So, they're easy to drink. And Mark had a pretty good seltzer, man. At first, dude, he did lime as his first flavor. Hmm. And it smelled like fucking sulfur mine. And it tasted like fucking gym bag sweat. <laughs> you know, it was just like, You're really cracking it up. Dude, it was... <laughs> Fucking horrid. He's like, yeah, check it out. He's all excited. You know, it was funny because he's like, right. dude, fucking seltzer made it. Check it out. We're all just like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, and sip it. It's just like, hmm. this is fucking horrid. And then. It's trial and error, man. Yeah, exactly. It's just all it was. And he refined it a little bit more and filtered it. Yeah. And uh, 
ended up being great. Well, I get to say some lime next huh. time, then, but working with fruit has got to be difficult because like fruit goes bad on its own. Well, it's just fruit extract, like flavoring. That seems way smarter. It's all it is. Like the lime, fruit. it's like lime extract flavoring, right. and he uses key lime actually for the seltzer. So oh, okay. it's a little, a little sweeter. Sweeter. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you know. I used to hate like sparkling waters and all that shit, but now like like I I don't have it. In, I never have it like out of my fridge. Like I'm sorry, right. I never don't have it in my fridge. It's like it took over, dude. It did. It did, bro. And I don't like drinking soda really. Like I'll drink it as like a mixed drink or something. But I'm not just gonna like fucking get home like crack open a Coca Cola personally. So yeah, I'll just fucking you know crack open like a. I like lime and lemon a lot, dude. And hmm. I, even when I used to go down the bottom and I wasn't drinking, I'd be like, Yo, Christina, like. I just do a club soda, and she's like, "Yep." And she just, without me asking, she renewed. She just put hella lime and lemon, right? Fucking smash it up, and it was just like drinking a fucking, yeah, lemon lime sprite water. Like it was bomb with a thousand less milligrams of sugar, dude. Literally, it was just so bomb. But yeah, dude, I, I like, I don't know, it, it fucking <laughs> took over. He's been drinking that shit for years, but I, yeah, I couldn't fucking do it. And then now oh. I'm like a whore for fucking. <laughs> Sparkling waters and I kind of followed my pops. My, my, so we'll come back to this, but my, my pops used to brew with your fucking grandpa. Yeah. Is your grandpa or your great uncle? Your grandpa. Duh, uncle becomes grandpa. (laughs) Yeah, I'm smart. Uh, So my pops used to brew with him. And when he was brewing, he was fat as fuck, dude. My dad was so fucking fat. Dude, unfucking believable. Uh, but so, and then he went from that to, uh, he switched his diet to whiskey and, Wine? Is he drinking beer at all anymore? And he lost 100 pounds, dude. He just stopped drinking beer. That was his diet. He's like five foot eight. He lost yeah. 100 pounds. He was fat as fuck, dude. Bro, I've gained like 40 or 50 pounds since I started like drinking. Hell yeah. A ton of beer. Like it's. Yeah. And I'll switch it up, but right now I'm just Fair. like. But he beer. like tried to get out of that, and then he switched to seltzer waters, and I was like, I drink. Yeah. A pheno- I was drinking a phenomenal <laughs> amount of Coca Cola. Just play video games, and drink Coca Cola yeah. every night. Yeah. All time. And then I was like, I want something to substitute that. So I tried the bubbly water thing. Exactly how and it Because I, I wanted to stop drinking soda. It's fucking horrible for you. It's so bad. And especially like the, the colas are just fucking gnarly. Yeah. Sugar brutal. and caffeine. And, but they're so fucking good, dude. They're super tasty. Like on a hot day, dude. A fucking cold Coke. I was so smashing those fucking fuck things, you. dude. Yeah, I'll fight someone if they say Coke doesn't taste good. <laughs> Pepsi over Coke. I'm like, ah, nah, fuck get the you. fuck out of here. Yeah. You're done. You're done. Jesus Christ. So I switched to the bubbly waters for that, and then <clears> now I, I drink bubbly waters as like a, a substitute because it's still a beverage in a can that has bubbles in it, and then some – like I can't do the flat ones or like the non-flavored ones. No. Like the, the seltzer water, that still makes me feel like a psychopath. No, I can't do it like sh- like uh, Schweppes or what is it? Sh- yeah. Schweppes or I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking that. about. It's got to have uh. some sort of, you know – Hint of lime or hint of yeah. berry or something, and then I drink a ton of them. But I yeah, I switched because I was trying to get off fucking soda pop, and they came up with the goddamn alcoholic versions now, and now I just Dude. drink booze all the fucking time on I accident. Know. <laughs> they they fucking they're trying to kill us. They're trying to kill us. But I I will die. I will fall on the sword. It's so fucking it's good. I will die on. They're it's, so dope. <laughs> dude, I love them. It's so good. It's fucking phenomenal. It's fucking phenomenal. I love when people come into the bar and they're like, oh, not to be a fucking nerd, but like I'd like a white claw. I'm like, I'll have you know, my refrigerator at every single day of the year has White Claw or Truly. With no, yeah, there yeah. is no exception. Dude, I even see like old timers coming in to BL5. They're like, can I get a fucking White Claw and a glass of ice? And it's like. Those morning guys are no joke. Bro, those motherfuckers. That's why I like going there in the morning a lot. They drink 
more White Claws than the night crew, honestly. Dude, yeah. I seen this one dude came in and had like four mangoes in like an hour. He's like, yeah, hit me, you know, sucking. Probably drop a couple names of the dudes in specific, but it's, you know, I like to be yeah. Johnny Tightlips. Yeah, but yeah there's, there's a couple of heavy hitters in the in the old man department, and they, dude, they fucking crush them. Dude. And they went from like Coors Light to Black Cherry White Claw, and I love that I it's like know. such a jump. It's fucking a complete 180. It's like not even a gradual, dude, it's... It's so funny too. It's so popular. Some people yeah. hate on seltzers. Some people come here like oh, a lot of people. You guys make seltzers. It's like, well, well you we guys have a, what ten or twelve taps? We have fucking thirteen. Uh, yeah, we have. We usually have fourteen. I mean, we usually only have ten. But we have a jockey box in the in the walk in back there. Where we okay. keep always. So you're but talking then, about what eight percent of your? If you have one seltzer on tap, that's eight percent of your taps. Yeah. What yeah. do you fucking bitch about that for? Dude, I know. Get out of here. Oh, you guys make seltzers like you're, you're not fat. It's like well. Some people don't like beer, bro. Like some couples right. around here, and whoever, man or woman, are like, nah, I don't really like beer. It's like, well, we have this. You have a brewery because you know you guys like brewing and making beer, but yes. you have a tap room to produce income to support the hobby of making beer. Absolutely. So to not get on the seltzer wagon, like like you said, like Bud Light, the Bud Light seltzers and the Corona fucking seltzers. Corona seltzers. Come on, son. Fucking natural ice or natty lights do make they? seltzers and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude. It's kind of dumb not to. Like, what are you going to do? Not give it a shot? Yeah. Try anything. Hold out as long as you want. But when people are, you know, yeah. when fucking all of a sudden, like, you know, like Coors was late. Like Bud Light was making these seltzers. And Coors is like, fuck, you know, like, let's go. And yeah. then, you know, Corona's like, all right, let's go. Like, Do it, so, man. Give it a shot. Give it yeah, a whirl. That's what I'm saying, bro. This is, like, dude, this is really good. Thank you. Yeah, Mark Mark would be fucking fired up. He, it's, dude, that shit sells. Mark, you don't listen to this, but thank you for making this. It's yeah. delicious. Love you, Mark. Also, yeah. get on this fucking podcast, Mark. Mark, thank we're you. waiting for you. Wish you were here. <laughs> um, fucking dude, he, like, the, he can't keep up sometimes with this ultra. And the vodka yeast, right. you know, that yeast he uses was hard to find for a while because yep. everybody was making fucking hand sanitizer with it. Oh. Like a lot of distillers were like, yeah, you know, fucking hand sanitizer homemade. And So, sorry. No, no. go ahead. No, you're fine. I was going to say, it's cool that you guys use vodka yeast, which is something I've never even considered Neither that there's a vodka yeast. Yeah. Because like White Claws are malt liquor. Yep. So it's just sugar. Yeah. And yeast. Yeah. Which is like, not that it's bad, but like you're just essentially great. making nondescript alcohol yeah um exactly and i like i don't that bothers me on a, a level of principles like fair yeah i got into this phase like uh maybe eight months ago where i was like you can ferment anything with sugar anything hey, dude so i bought yeast and i did uh, apple juice i did orange juice i did what the fuck else did i do i did an apple cider uh apple juice an orange juice i was just like Anything I could buy, cranberry juice, and I was just like, let's just try it out. Yeah. You know, you pitch sugar with yeast, and you get alcoholic product. And, like, turns out ciders you're supposed to back-sweeten, yeah. which I'm also kind of morally opposed to because I'm in the mead game, and I don't, like, believe in back-sweetening. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just trying different stuff. And then I was like, you know what? You can fucking ferment anything with sugar. So I bought a liter of ketchup, and I put it in a thing, and I cut it with three-quarters water, <laughs> and I pitched brewer's yeast, and I got... I don't know. Ketchup is a fruit. Does that make it a cider technically? Yeah, dude. Ketchup, like, tomato, tomatoes a tomato, fruit, right? Yeah, yeah. Tomatoes a fruit. <laughs> dude, I made like a nine percent ketchup product. 
What did you do with it? <laughs> I threw it away because it fucking smelled like ketchup. It was disgusting. I fucking talked to you at one point. You're like, I, my buddy Kelvin is like addicted to ketchup. Really? And I despise ketchup. Really? I hate it. Really? But I, I my goal was to prove a point of you can ferment and make alcohol out of anything. And then also I was like trying to make him the special gift. And so I made this 9% ketchup product. Jesus Christ. And uh, But the problem was it kept settling. So you would have like, I had like four inches of probably pure alcohol on top and then <laughs> 10 inches of stuff, but you had to like stir it. And I don't, I don't want to give out a jar of something with instructions like, Hey, shake it up and then drink your alcoholic ketchup. Dude. And it did, it looked hideous, but it, it worked. Yeah. Fucking A. It worked. I, there was literally Heinz 57. It was like the big fucking, it's the only time in my life I've ever bought ketchup. I bought a big giant thing of Heinz and I just dumped it in there with water and I mixed it up and I pitched some yeast. Damn. Like the, the kind of like the buy-in for most beverages like is five percent. Yeah, and that's like doing doing meat is kind of a strange game because like honey is has so much sugar in it. Yeah, um, <laughs> so there all there is all that fuel for the yeast, but honey is so lacking in like the nitrogen nutrients. So my first three batches, I was like, I'm gonna do the traditional meat, which is uh, honey, water, and then sugar, or I'm sorry, honey, water, and yeast, and it takes like. 18 to 24 months to finish brewing to finish fermenting it takes forever because there's barely any nutrients for the yeast there's plenty of sugar but there's like almost no of the the nitrogen nutrients so it fucking ferments for like my first bat three batches fermented for 18 months dude they just sit there and they just bubble a little bit at a time really it takes forever what kind of like temperature do you keep it in do you just keep it like room temp or keep it in the fridge or no i don't i don't keep it in the fridge i keep them in the closet in a closed closet and so a, a, appropriately heated house so 70 okay. ish okay yeah. um not a temperature controlled room which obviously is you know at you're adding variables there but it you know that was if you do traditional meat it takes 12 to 18 months and then so i like Damn. this isn't gonna work for me because i'm patient but i'm not that fucking patient. <laughs> yeah. and like if you do one a month and you're doing five gallon batches after the course of a year and a half then you would have something to drink while waiting but i don't want 18 five-gallon batches saucing while I'm trying to drink something. So if you get uh, Fermade K and then uh, DAP, the diammonium phosphate, if you mix a little bit of that in there, then you get a batch in three months. So, so do they ferment in a jar or what do you use? Carboys. I do carboys. I usually do one-gallon carboys. Some people do three or five gallons. It's just okay. a jug Yeah. Okay. with a little airlock on top. Yeah. Damn. Um, All right. But it's... Even if you do it the fast way, it still takes a lot of time. Dude. Like three months for an unfinished product. Like three months and I'll drink it, but you're supposed to let it ferment. It takes about three months for the fermenting process. And then you re-rack and re-rack and re-rack. And then it's, everybody says like you should let your meads settle for like a year. And the one that I gave you has been sitting for, I think, a year and a half. That's what a t- the TC2 is at least a year. I think it's a year and a half. TC2, I love that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, you gave me two batches of honey i did yeah. tc1 and tc2 and i try to be okay. as controlled as possible and i have a, a a journal at my old house with all of the data for that batch but i don't i didn't write it on the label because i went up today and i just grabbed that yeah. batch and brought it back down damn so you do five gallons at a time i usually do one really? Some, sometimes i'm starting to dabble in three <clears throat> and i've done five gallon batches but okay. like one gallon of mead is uh three pounds of honey and so if you want to do five gallons, it's 15 pounds of honey. Damn. And bro. it comes out for, unless you're buying shit honey, it's $10 yeah. a pound. So like $150 of honey for five gallons is like, ah, I don't 
don't know about that. Yeah. I can do, but I can do three, you know, 30 bucks, one gallon at a time. For sure. Plus it comes out kind of high. 11 to 15% is kind yeah. of the norm. What's the highest you've ever gotten on at 15 ish? Yeah. I think 14, five. Hmm. What made you, but, but I don't steal it. I just fucking ferment it. Yeah. And when it's done, it's done. Damn man. That's fucking savage. You would have made a killing a hundred years ago. 3,000 years ago. <laughs> no problem, dude. 3,000 years ago, you yeah. would have been the fucking man in the village. That's it, yeah. Dude, um, what made you start getting into mead? How how'd you even scratch that surface of like... So, when my dad stopped doing what he was doing with uh, your grandpa, I, you know, I drink a lot and I love beer. Yeah. So, when he was doing it with that group, it was like, it was a little much for me, which was like a lot of dudes making a fucking phenomenal amount of beer. Every single week. Okay. And I was like, eh, I was still kind of locking horns with him because I was young. But after he finished that, he had all the equipment and the know-how. And so I reached out to him. I was like, hey, let's make some beer. So we made a few batches of beer, which was super dope. And him being what he was doing, every time we made a beer, it was 15 gallons. Which is a fucking lot of beer. That's a ton. That's, that's a whole keg. That's a whole big keg. Yeah. And the first one that we made, we uh, racked into separate... <clears throat> three separate five-gallon things, and one of them got uh, infected. Yeah. Uh, uh, which happens if, It does. You know, it does. It, it happens, happens all the time. It happens especially when you're not professional. But trying that, you go and you taste your, your thing after a couple of days, and I remember having a swig of it, and as soon as it hit my lips, there's like all these red alarms that go in your head. It was like, poison, 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 death, don't drink this. And my dad had a sip of it, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's contaminated. That might kill you. We can't drink this. And now when I drink a sour, it's the same fucking taste. Really? The same taste, which is a sour is just a controlled crash. So we we got a wild yeast or something where it went bad or a bacteria got in there. Mm -hmm. So when I drink sours, my body goes into that, like, this is going to kill you mode. And I, I can't fucking do sours. Really? Yeah, I don't. I'm not they freak me on out. sours, bro. I'm really not. So we, we did that, and we made a few different batches of beer, and, you know, we made some okay beers. It was kind of yeah. neat, but like, I love drinking beer. I love beer. I don't, I don't like the process of making beer. It's, dude. I just, it's, I don't know. It's I've, a lot. It is a lot. It's so fucking know, much. If it was super easy, everyone would do it and there would be no yeah. fucking breweries or bars, but it's, it's a lot of work and I'm not against the work, but it was like the time put in versus product yield ratio. Oh dude. Wasn't enough for me to stick with it but i like the idea of making your own alcohol so yeah. i started trying other stuff <clears throat> for sure i don't really give a fuck about wine is the reality yeah, like I, really. that's okay i'll drink some um i like reds more than whites but like for just sure. it's not really my thing no. so then i well, what else is there you can get into stilling and you can get into this and that and then i kind of mm-hmm. came across the mead thing and was like well mead is like this ye old ancient beverage yeah which already is do- super dope and nobody fucking makes it. Very, very few people make it, which is also kind of cool. And then the main thing is, like, you put in a little bit of time, and then you just wait. Yeah. It's so low on the labor. Super simple. But you just wait. That's, That's the main thing with me. You have to fucking wait. So as long as you're a patient man. Sorry. Can I do a, can I do half of that? And then half, can you do half of a cold rush in it, please? Do a little makeshift okay. black and tan. Getting crazy with the cheese whiz. Yeah, right. Perfect. Yep. Then just do the rest of the gold rush, please. Right on. Cool. Look at you, man. Yeah, I'm just yeah. mixing over here. Well, sometimes, dude, I got a fucking. I keep a bucket, like, like a gallon bucket underneath with the taps, because I just sure. pour the, the excess when I'm pouring, just goes into the bucket. 
I'll fucking tap into that some nights. Just drink the bucket swill. I call it the mystery swill. And, Don't uh, admit to that. That's disgusting. <laughs> and well, it's funny. Every time you get a little, you get a little like fucking, you know, fruit flies in there and shit every now and then. You're like, ooh, yeah, a little, little. There you go, a little protein. A little protein. Some fucking bats. Those like bats. Oh, those fucking bats, bro. We found one in here. That, uh, They'll get you. Yeah. They'll bite you right in the neck. Yeah. Fucking Dr. Acula. Make out with you afterwards, too. Don't watch out, bro. It's not for you. But, yeah, that's how cool, man. The, the yeast, the beer thing, like, you really got to love it. You do. Yeah. Because even I fuck around and help them with brewing, I'm like, like. It's work. It's genuinely work. Oh, dude, constant. It's always, you got to maintain. You got to, you know, add right. water, add fucking hops, add malt, add fucking grain. You know, everything has to be precise. The sugar's right. got to be precise. Yeast, all that shit. And, like, it's so easy to fuck up. Right. And in our, like, at this point for us, like how much it costs to make and how much we need it. Like we depend on this shit. Like we right. can't, you can't fuck it up. No. And we can't afford to fuck it up bro. because it happened a few times. And if you're making the lager, bro, it takes like eight weeks, you know, eight to nine weeks. Lagers. I didn't know until I went to one of the <clears throat> last, uh, homebrew meetings that they used to do down at Collins. Yep. I showed up for the second to last one. And then I showed up for the last one. And the second to last one I showed up for was everybody's unveiling of their, their logger. They right. had a logger off. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I make some mead. And, and Mark was like, fucking get down here, dude. Come hang out with us. Drink some beers. Super great crowd. Everyone was dope. But I didn't know that, like, when I think logger at the time, when I thought logger, I thought Budweiser, Beachwood, shit. Yeah. And then we showed up for this logger off. And it was like, you have to put three times as much work into a logger to make it exist. And I had no idea that that much effort and time goes into a lager. It's crazy. Bro, it's loggers, so much work for a beer that everybody takes for granted. Lagers are, I, and you know what? I used to drink like exclusively IPAs when I first started drinking beer. I mm. mean, obviously when we were young, we drink like fucking Miller High Lives. And like, right. But, you know, just the typical, you know, bullshits. Don't get me wrong. I still love a Coors. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> we, uh, I was drinking IPAs, you know, and those have a ton of sugar a ton of alcohol a ton of carbs like those are like a lot bro mm. it's like drinking a fucking glass of bread yeah so uh i love ipas and we do some great ones here then i just my palate just kind of started you know it's fucking cliche and douchey as this might sound my palate really took a 180 like mm. when i was drinking beers i mean i really won't even or i won't even order an ipa when Fair. i go out i'm just like what do you got lagers you got right you drink the pills and you come into the old bottom that's what i'm saying and yeah. i used to be only fucking blood orange yeah. Give me 21st Amendment, 21st Amendment, 21st yep. Amendment. I don't pitcher, blood orange, I pitcher, whatever. It's our number one selling beer. Oh, absolutely. Me and Travis fucking Ribeiro used to come in yep. there and crush pitchers of that <laughs> shit. Like, hey, you got you got $10? Yep, I got $10. Cool. There you go. Let's get a pitcher and let's fucking, you got five? Cool. All right, we got six games of pulling a pitcher. Bam. Boom. So, um, that we were just 21st mm-hmm. all day. But now, like you said, bro, yeah. only, only pilsners and loggers and all that shit. But... Taking it's, a step back. It's funny when, like, you do something so heavily. Like, I, the closest thing I can relate to is, like, when I was working at the pizza joint, making and eating pizza every day. I would go through these wild swings where it was, like, I would get into a combination pizza, but I marinated my fucking salami in this, in the barbecue sauce. And then my, I would dip my pineapples in the fucking buffalo sauce. And then I would garlic butter the crust. And I would, you know, stuff the fucking crust with meat. And then, like, two months later, I'd be eating plain cheese pizza. You, like, go through these waves, yeah. these up and downs, where it's like, when you're doing something every day on a professional scale, like, it's different. It changes things, you know? That's a like, trip, though, bro. You're in the fucking beer game. You're drinking beer all the time. You're trying beer all the time. You're making beer all the time. It's yeah. like, you know, you go you go through waves. Like, IPAs kind of ran through and did its course, and 
seltzers and pilsners come through and that's it's a trip man it, it's always changing i've had you know i've dealt with a lot of people coming through here i'm sure you've dealt you've seen probably people's change their regulars or their preferences all the time in mm. your line of work and it's like i got dudes coming here who will fucking walk out the door if there's no ipas up there They're like, right no 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 and then those guys come back the same dudes come back fucking six months later to like I'm not even drinking IPAs. You got any lagers? Right. You got any dark ales? Or, or seltzer. Or seltzer. Boom. <laughs> bam. Exactly. Like, yeah. A lot of people drink seltzer. I have no idea. It's and, crazy. And our seltzer doesn't have like much sugar or it has no gluten. Like it's okay. super fucking mellow. Like, yeah. The only sugar is in the fucking, um, what the fuck was I going to say? It's the uh, extract. Right. And the berry extract. The berry or, and or the lime. lime extract. Yeah. 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 You want a lime too, by the way? Nah, I'm okay. Okay. Um, we... Um, yeah, it's 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 really that's where the sugar's at, and you know the mm-hmm. yeast obviously yeast on the sugar and yada right. yada. But uh, dude, everything here is pretty mellow, bro. I mean, the most alcohol we've done in a beer is eight and a half and a double IPA, which is our seasonal. Sure. And I mean, the one I told you about that mm-hmm. Imperial Stout we're gonna be dropping. Hell yeah! Just when's up. that come out? Uh, Ish. Jan? He said mid January or something. You know, okay. Sitting in the bourbon barrels up in yeah. the garage right now. Barrel Imperial Stout, mid-January. Yeah, Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah, check it out. We'll, we'll have it bottled and waxed, and it'll be exclusive. So Hell get yeah. your hands on it while it's hot. Line up, suckers. Yeah, motherfuckers. You hear that? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that will easily take the cake of, like, alcohol. I'm really excited, dude. He's This is his first, we've, first thing we've ever done like this. Yeah. Uh, he's going to let it barrel, you know, soak in that fucking barrel and get all yeah. that bourbon. That's so dope. Taste, and then we're going to I think to it's cool to do exclusive things, like uh, yeah. Russian River. Yeah, they do that Pliny, you know. Dude, it's silly. I've never had it. I've never even wanted it because it's so hard to get it. No. But I respect the fact that they do this exclusive thing where, like, we're going to make, you know, 1,000 gallons. That's it. Boom. Yeah. Line up. Line, Line up, up, guys. Yeah we, will have, yeah, we'll have one month out of the year. It's crazy. Dude. It's we, just marketing, dude. We went there. Me and my stepdad went up there one day on, like, a fucking Thursday or, like, a Wednesday at, like, noon. We're like, oh, there's no way there's any people here right now. Like, perfect. We got it. Nah. Fuck, dude! Are you kidding me? <laughs> nah. Line, there's people who work in that area because it's like downtown Santa Rosa. They're like, I'll be back, you know, taking the day or whenever. I'm taking a long lunch yeah. today, and it's like, boom! I'm gonna wait in line out there for fucking three hours. It's crazy to have two. It used to be only like two glasses. It's like ten ounce glasses, right? And then you can get like now you can take bottles home, but you can get like two bottles or something. Yeah, or a four pack of the yeah. cans or something. It's but like, th- because they limit it, it's like the fucking McRib, dude. Dude. Because it's seasonal, it's a huge deal. If yes. you made it year-round, it would fizzle immediately. You get one year, and then it would fizzle. That's what we do with our, our chocolate cake stout, but we're obviously nowhere near like yeah, Russian River. Yeah, which I've never River. fucking had, and I'm really salty. I'm, all, I'm salty about that one. I'm telling you, bro. It's fuck coming Russian out. River. Dude, fuck Russian River, bro. Literally, <laughs> like, uh, I we only do this during Christmas, bro. And it's, it's up. And it's uh, Russian River, dude. I actually got to try it because, you know, Mark gets these invites, the fucking sure. things. Like, VIP. Yeah, so, um, you know, his little... His little pet, and I get to go places like this, and uh, we went to like Beer Week SF, which was the okay. opening gala. Where yeah, there was like two hundred breweries. That's tight. Five hundred plus beers, Damn. like all California, all California breweries, so, like from Sierra Nevada to fucking uh, shipwreck or uh, what's it called? Nick used to work at Pirate. The long hair, hop grenade. Yeah, no, oh, that them too. All these dudes, Drake, something else. I um, forget. I should know because I was just talking to him. It's an day. SF, dude. I fucking forget. It's a poop and a sock. Yeah, exactly, dude. But I don't know. It's really good beer. <laughs> um, in all these places, like you know, Shadow Puppet, all these, all these big breweries in California, and I'm blacked out. Just to give you like a little six ounce sample right. glass, and I'm just trying 
every single yeah. thing that sounds cool. You know, and then you get to this line, and it's Russian River, and they have, you know, their beers, and then one of them is they have the Pliny the Younger hmm. uh, fucking sample, and that line is, like, around the building, and you're Jesus. just like, fuck. So I caught the line when it was short, and I tried it, and it was really good. It's like a double or a triple IPA or something. It's like heavy oh, it's alcohol. It's really smooth. But it's not even like... The way I looked at it was like, even if it's the best beer I've ever had in my life, it's not worth waiting no. hours in a line for. No, no, no. I don't really like it. I mean, one of the best beers I've had that I'm really drinking right now is uh, Epidemic, bro. They have like a maple pecan pie brown ale. That sounds delicious. Dude, that's fucked. Those guys are tight. I love, we, they're, they've helped us a ton. We brew there once every other month, like yeah. use their equipment. They've been fucking they're astronomical. Dude, Holly's a fucking, rad, rad person. Holly's dope. She's dude. badass. They're all awesome. We love that fucking, we love them to death. Like I was just telling him, we, I would go out there every Tuesday for OG tacos. Oh yeah. The, you know, the Bria tacos. Oh hell yeah. Shouts out OG tacos. And OG do, tacos. Do, How about that? Yeah, dude. They do this Bria tacos. <laughs> and we go out there and just get fucking sloshed and eat these tacos. And I get like hella four packs. I get these, you know, the pint packs to go. And they do this yeah. seasonal brownie. I'll bring you one. I got a bunch squirreled away. But, squirreled um, away. Yeah, dude. Cause Just waiting for a rainy day when there's no dude, more Dude, I'm probably going to go have a few when I get home. But um, super good. He puts like whole pecan pies in the boil. Like the Sean, the head brewer, is Damn. fucking badass, bro. He's an awesome dude. Just knows throw, the shit. Throwing pies. Yeah, fucking throwing pies in there. <laughs> Crusting everything. Like goddamn Frisbee. Like just, That's tight. Everything. Literally the whole pie. Crust, the whole thing. Damn. And I'm like, dude, and you taste it. And you drink it. You're like, whoa. Tastes that's like, awesome. Tastes like vanilla. Dude. That's so dope. Oh, dude. But yeah, you know, like back to the Pliny thing. It's just like. Yeah. Jerking it's, off. It's hype, dude. It's, it's And I was talking about this with my, my older brother, Tim, the other day. It was like a uh, last podcast I did. This guy, Corey, brought me a, a case of uh, fucking liquid death. Oh, I love those. That likes. It's just water. It's all it is. It's bubbly water unflavored it's just water yeah but the the marketing thing is hilarious dude their merch is badass like the murder whole thing. your thirst yeah take your dude. thirst and fucking kill it to death yeah you're not gonna be thirsty because we have water in a can that has bu- some bubbles in it it's dude it's so funny because it's so like whatever like the product is just, you right know, product is not exciting it's water with bubbles in it no but like the, you see the merch everywhere people were talking yeah. about it the like, guy's like shotgunning it and just like explosively angrily drinking it yeah the, the you know the online campaign is hilarious but my brother came over and I was like, are you thirsty? He goes, yeah, I'm thirsty. I'm like, hey, I'm going to take your thirst. I'm going to fucking murder it. Yeah. I'm going to fuck your thirst. He's like, uh, okay. And I put <laughs> yeah. one of those in front of him. And then he popped it and he drank it. And he's like, what's the percentage on this? I was like, zero. He's like, oh, what? He goes, yeah, it's not an alcoholic. He's like, I thought I was drinking like a double IPA. I'm like, no, dude, it's fucking water with bubbles in it. Yeah, murder your dude. thirst. Murder your thirst. Well, we're having this conversation about marketing. Like, everything is all, all marketing. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, Liquid Death is a great twist off of making f- something fun that isn't anything. You Literally. have water with, it's not even a lot. It's like some bubbles. It's like the carbonation of beer, except for that it's non-alcoholic, <laughs> and it's fucking water. And you have a, a flaming skull on the front. Yeah. And it's called Liquid Death. <laughs> and it comes in a black pack with, you know, gold embroidery. And it's like, it's just it's just marketing. And the the Pliny thing is the same thing. Like, I'm sure it's a great beverage, but yeah. it's it's really just a marketing thing. No, it really didn't. It, that hype, like, just creates so much fucking hype, really. Just that fucking exclusiveness mm-hmm. creates so much hype, bro. It's crazy. Like, we were talking yeah. about the fucking lines around the building and 
bananas. I tried it. Like I said, I wasn't a huge fan, but uh, it's so hyped. I've never had it, dude. Like, and you might never have it unless you go spend. If someone brings it to you, or yeah. you fucking sit there for four hours, like, which is I'm not willing to do. No, my even if it was my favorite beer on planet Earth, yes. I'm not willing to wait four hours in line. No, for I'm it. not down for that shit. I mean, my favorite beer on planet Earth was black. Black Diamond, which used to be in yep. Concord and Walnut Creek. Yep. R.I.P. Black Diamond. I know. Fucking guys. God. They made a, an Imperial Porter called Peak 15. And I guess Peak 15 was the original name for Mount Everest when they discovered it. Really? They like, ah, it's Peak 15. And so it was like a tribute to the original finders of Mount Everest. And it was this fucking like 9.8% vanilla chocolate Imperial Porter. And it was absolutely delicious. And it was a heavy hitter, and it was just absolutely divine. I loved it. I love that shit. And dude. Th- those guys died. They're not a they're not a brewery anymore. Nah, and that's sad. Breweries come and go so much. It's pretty fun. That's why we're just kind of like, Ooh, everybody's like, hope you guys make it. And we're like, we're gonna get fucking. You guys got some love though. Oh, we got a lot of love. They were in a bad place. Yeah. And they were pretty like small. So like, if you guys just took this and then went to a different city, yeah. it was out of the way. Like, getting to Black Diamond was so difficult. Yeah. And I knew where it was, and I had to look it up every time. And on top of that, it was like, Benicia, the beauty of Benicia is it is a tight-knit community. Yeah, for sure. So, like, you guys are the local brewery. Yeah. So, people will come here because you're the local brewery. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the best things about this town is, like, we all try and support each other and look out for each other. And that's, like, why I reach out to Mark, and I want to get his beers on tap. And we, we did for a minute, and you guys are in a thing where you're selling more than you can make right now, which Dude, is dope. Exactly. And, and, you know, but it's, like, because it's Benicia, and Benicia is very heavy into being Benicia, like, I hope, I don't know the numbers, but I hope that you guys will get through this mm-hmm. because everybody wants to support you. Yeah, for sure. You guys went through so much shit. Like, I remember when Bombshell tried to open up. It was the first tattoo parlor in yep. town. And they got shit on and shit on and shit on, and they made it, and then – the people that were for it, which is like 95% of the town really went out of the way to support them. And I, I feel like it's the same way with you guys. Like if oh, yeah. people shit on me all the time for not having you guys on tap, it's like, okay, I only have four taps. <laughs> I only <laughs> have four, man, dude, I know, which sucks. But like, you know, I, I like the fact that people poop on me for not having you guys. Cause you're the only brewery in town. Yeah. Yeah. That's super dope. Took a long man, and like you were saying, man, it's that's a long road. This dude, it's taking a lot, and we don't have any outside investors. You know, it's just fucking Mark yeah. and his and his fiance, and uh, she's awesome. She's cool. She's that's a fucking sharp as a whip about business, bro. Yeah. She is on the game. She has made everything like she basically one eighty the whole fucking joint. Like they were doing yeah. okay with support and stuff before, but when she bought those other dudes out, man, everything changed. Nice. Marketing was good. Fucking the numbers were good. Just, you know, she knew like, hey, we're not going to make money for a little bit. We're going to break even. We're going to pay our equipment off. Then we'll start seeing turnaround. Right. Long-term stuff. Once a dude, like we need it. She, and she, uh, she runs a winery in Napa. Like she, she comes from the industry somewhat. Like, yeah, she's sharp, bro. She knows the alcohol industry. She I've only met her friends. in person. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome, man. She's, she's, she's cool, bro. She comes in. She comes to in. to be reckoned with. Yeah. Oh, dude. She's no fucking joke, bro. She's no fucking joke. She she wields a fucking hammer, and uh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah, <laughs> dude, like, she's bad. She's badass, man. She's really turned this place around for the better. Like I would always say, um, you know, she has a lot of friends that come in here. We have a lot of support, bro. They're like, like you touched on, bro. Benicia is yeah a fucking small business town, man, and we right. are the brewery, and we really play that. We name all our beers after like Benicia shit. Yeah, it's cool that you do so, that. Yeah, we just want to play like that. You know, we want to be the 
fuck, and people are like, oh yeah, like my kid knows Matthew Turner, like you know, my fucking my my great great grandfather, like, yeah, helped worked on his ships, you know, yeah. like that's a good beer, like you know, that's whatever, like man. random shit. So, yeah, we play. We even like if you go on Google and type in fucking Benicia Brewery, it's just like boom, brew hole, Benicia Brewing, like that's it. Benicia soda and beer, it's just like anything, anything Benicia right. and beer is bam. Yeah. So, and some lady tried to some some gal came into town and wanted to start a brewery in town. We call it Benicia Brewing. And Natalie was like, nah, like, bought hmm. all the domain names. It was like, <laughs> you have to call it something smart. else. Yeah. That's very smart. She's like, we are Benicia Brewing, so you'll have to call it fucking, you know, yeah. City by the Water fucking ales or something. City by the water. Yeah, like something, dude. <laughs> so, I The wife know. of uh, Mariano Vallejo's <laughs> yeah. brewing yeah, company. That, that's fucking good. I like that, actually. <laughs> fucking dude. Uh, yeah, but it's just been a long road. I mean, just like I said earlier, way earlier in the early episode of the pod, but um, Mark, you know, the garage that we brew in, it's yeah. just like you go back there and people are like, dude, this is fucking meth lab, you guys making bombs? Like, what the fuck is this? It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's our brewery. Fucking, we used to smoke hella weed and like watch sports out here or just like watch movies and just kick his butt. Take chicks back there. I'm like, yeah. And then yeah. now it's just like the fucking like AB, we got a license, like nothing fucking going down yeah. back there. We're brewing. Like, right. No bullshit. And we yeah. can get inspected anytime. I think we're the first residential commercial brewery in Solano County, so boom. Oh, that's pretty tight. I never even thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Because you are residential commercial. Dude, we're, brew we're residential fucking home brewers like, that are commercially doing it. But yeah, it's so tight. Yeah. What a long, strange road that must have been. God, dude. That's tough, man. Long summer days, man. Yeah. Digging fucking trenches for gas lines. and <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, man. Slowly, like, acquiring equipment and, right. you know, connections for... Hops and malt and fucking right. all this shit, dude. That so. was the the main thing I learned with brewing with my pops. The the few times that we did it was like, to make beer, is a lot of work and difficult. <sighs> to make the same beer twice dude. is fucking impossible. To be consistent with it is really hard. Even Mark still like makes beers and sometimes there's just slight variations. Like right. he's like, I'm gonna take a little bit off of this or do a little bit more with this or use something different here and then like. Right. Sometimes it's phenomenal. Sometimes it's like, eh, not so much. But it's like all of the critically uh, important facets of baking. Yeah. Like, no, half a teaspoon of salt means <laughs> half a fucking teaspoon is salt. It doesn't mean half a teaspoon overflowing because you're fucking lazy. Yeah. You got to shave that crap <laughs> off the top and get half of a teaspoon of salt. For sure. That's what it requires. You have to be so accurate and so consistent, especially with the temperature controls and shit. Bro. Like, and the cooling and the coils and it's, it's bananas. Temperature is to make a beer is difficult. To make the same beer twice is phenomenally difficult. You know what? I even I never even considered the water too because we right. got our water from like um, what the Delta. I think we get Delta water or something. And I think like sometimes we get like Berryessa or not mm. Berryessa. Fucking um, like it might Herman. be Berryessa. Like we get Lake Herman as well. Like yeah. In some like drought seasons, I think we use like Herman water. Yeah, but. Dude, the mineral content in the water, it right. even comes down. It's everything, bro. pH-ing the water. Everything. Content. If you're going for like a, a consistency thing and a reproduction, like you have to do all that crap. Yeah. yeah. But like me doing my, my joker of a mead thing where I'm just making it for <laughs> fun. Like I always write down what my water source is, whether it's filtered or unfiltered, where the city is from. Yeah. I've done Berryessa unfiltered and Berryessa filtered. Yeah. And I've done Vallejo and Benicia and now Fairfield water. But like I write it down. But I'm not, you know, I'm not on professional scale. I'm just doing it for fun and I give it away for free. Yeah. But if you want to recreate something, you have to be, you have to pH it. You have, you have to, to look know. for the acidity content. For sure. So dude. many things you have to dive into and you can't have any variables. 
It's infinitely complicated trying to do the same oh, thing dude. twice. Mark just spent hundreds of dollars on his water filter, and he got it lab tested. And he came in the other day and fucking, yeah, our water's fucking fire, dude. We got fire water. I'm like, right. like with death water, baby, that's what we, that's what we need, man. We need <laughs> yeah. that fucking fire. We need that murderous water, bro. Reverse osmosis filtration or something. Dude, like it's, crazy. it's crazy, man. And he's no, like, he didn't go to school for it. You know, a lot of dudes are getting, like, degrees and way. shit right now. Yeah, you just trial and error. Fucking yeah. used to make, like, cannabis brews and shit back in the day. Sure. Like. So he's done it. And like my grandpa, my grandpa had a buddy who had a lot of money way back in the day who built his own bruise house and built his own system. And my grandpa just went over there and sketched it down and inspected it, copied everything, built his own. Boom. And, hmm. you know, just hand me down shit. That's dope. Yeah. It's just been a long, been a long trip for the family, man. It's been badass, bro. I love like you and me because this, for me, this whole thing started with my dad and your grandpa. Yeah. And then later on your uncle Mark, but like, my I don't even know I don't even know how it started. My dad wanted to brew beer and then he got in touch with Roger and uh Mushroom Mike and uh gosh, what is that guy's we called him something the Spaniard. There's an yeah, I he's the guy that does paving stone. Yeah, I can't nice remember dude. his name. Awesome dude. All those dudes are hell cool. And then the British dude that was next door, and then they like kind of started like, Oh, let's just get together and, and then just brew. Yeah. And then it like became, well, let's brew every other week. Or let's brew every week. And let's, and then it was like, let's devotely brew five gallons every single week dude. and then drink last week's product this week. <laughs> and then there was a, by the end of it, they were like, I'm going to make a, they were making mushroom beers, dude, my. And blue mushroom beers and 11 percenters and 14 percenters and Imperial fucking Pilsners and like funky shit, bro. Crazy shit. Yeah. They were just getting crazy. My grandpa. Crazy. He kind of started fucking. You know, have you ever heard of Speakeasy? Yeah, Speakeasy in San Francisco. Yeah, so he got involved with those guys when they were just starting, and you know they even offered him like investment. Like, you, you oh, know, wow. you want to spend five grand and be a partner? And he's like, Nah, I don't have the money, and I don't really know how it's gonna go for you guys. And now they're fucking huge, and he's like, Fuck, right. I regret that every day. But sure, he started like brewing with them and just doing these events and all the shit. And that's just one thing that even started piquing his interest because he saw like what a bunch of home brewers could get together and do if they right. really felt like they could take it to the next level and want to get their product out there and had a right. real passion for it. And surely enough, that's what fucking happened, bro. Like, <laughs> like Which is dope. And it's, yeah, it's, dude. it's cool for me to look at it as an outside <clears throat> perspective. Like my pops got into like the brewery thing for a while, but like so many other people, like a lot of people get into brewing, they make their own beer and then they fucking move on. And you okay. know, that's what my dad did. That's what a lot of these other guys did. But like, you know, your grandpa and then your uncle, like they stuck with it. Yeah, for sure. And it's dope <clears throat> for me to see like, yeah, these guys got together, they got drunk, they got wasted, they made their own beer. <laughs> but like a couple of these dudes took it seriously and they're like, wait, we can actually do this. And then they did. And that's where we're at right now, man. Dude, that's so fucking cool. It's really cool, man. It's been and really fun. You're fucking, you're literally third generation. There was Roger and then Mark and then you, you're fucking <laughs> yeah. third generation Brewer, dude. Carrying the lineage on. That's it. I'm swinging the sword. Yeah, there was a time where, you know, the the carpenters made carpenters. And there yeah. was the masons made masons. And when I look at my family, like, my grandpa on my dad's side was a career military man. Really? His son was my dad. He had three sons. None of them were military men. Yeah. My dad was a stonemason. <laughs> my dad had three sons and one daughter. Well, 0.5 daughter. Married into a daughter and then had three sons. None of them are Masons, but I work in a bar. Yeah. Literally. So it's like, as far as like the lineage goes, like it's just been fucked 
over and over and over again in my family. When none of us follow what our forefathers, our forefathers have done. Yeah, dude. But you're a you're a direct path, man. There's Roger, Mark, you. There's yeah. a direct fucking line there. You guys are in the brewery beer business, man. I think it's cool as shit. It is fun. It's cool. It's funny too because my dad, even my dad, he's carpenter, fucking builds you anything you want. Right. You know, does his own thing, works all the time, and he just this ain't his jam. He just ain't into the shit. Sure. But he loves to drink it. He's like, hey, fuck yeah. I'll That's I'll awesome. Drink Respect the product, man. Yeah. He's like, where I'm at. bring me all the brew hole you want. I bro, love the product. I don't oh, want to help dude. you guys make it. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> yeah. I just want to drink what you guys make because it's fucking magic. Dude, literally. So it's just like, <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's funny because Mark, even Mark's son isn't really, you know, he's fucking 18. You know, he mm. ain't doing other shit. But we've all done different things. But like you said, there's still a direct line somewhere right. in there that we've been rolling with. And it's, yeah. it's just a ton of fun, bro. It's kind of cool. Mark's like my second dad, bro. I mean, he fucking grew up, you know, we shared a room yeah. at one point. Like, that's my guy, bro. Like, yeah. So it's been a lot of fun, bro. And, and then now I hang out with him, like, all the time. Or I help him do shit all the time. Delivering beer, doing this. Sure. Help me brew. Fucking help me do this, this, this. Work at my brewery. I'm like, boom. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, brother. I love so, it, man. I think it's cool as shit. Nothing sicker than blood, bro. That's what, you know, that's why we're rolling with it, so... Unless you're not interested in it. <laughs> like, my dad's a stonemason by trade. I I learned how to do it. I don't want to fucking do it. Yeah, I know some so. car- basic carpentry, but I don't necessarily want to be a carpenter. Like, I, you know, right. so it's just... Nice to fall back on. Yeah, it's you got things. Mark's a fucking IT guy, bro. Like, Isn't that a trip? Yeah, my grandpa was a fucking, like, he, he, got, he graduated with a degree in agriculture. He grew up as a fucking know farm boy, rural farm boy, and back, you know, back East Michigan, so... Rural. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy it's how this trip. all comes out here, bro. Yeah, fucking. It all came together though in a cool way. Hell yeah! You know, it's just funny how it all works, man. And it happens for a reason, bro. I, I actually <laughs> do believe that shit. Some shit happened. It fucking happens for a reason. And you know, I'm not like a particularly religious dude, or right. I don't believe in a lot of things, but I do believe in what you put in, you do get back. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. So I'm glad you said that because this is one of the things that I meant to call you out on like an hour ago. But <laughs> Solano County Bartender of the Year. Oh, dude, yeah. It's random. I love it, though. I'll take it. But like I said, I, I didn't vote for myself. I voted for you, bro. Like I said, I, I didn't vote up. for myself. No. I didn't even know I was on the ballot, bro. I was literally going through the list of names. I'm like, Matt Bottom. Like, boom. Yeah. Kept scrolling. It's like, Tyler Brule. I'm like, I was like, towards the bottom. I'm like, uh, okay. Like, that's hella random. And I was like, I told like, you know, Wes and a couple of my friends. I'm like, yo, like, shouts out. Just like, throw me a vote. And they're I was like, yeah. ha Like, whatever. Then like, fucking three months later. Some chick at a, they're keeping it a secret from me because they knew I won. And then some chick at a party, like, was eavesdropping on their conversation because they're doing some little, like, surprise thing here for me. And then she's like, hey, congrats, dude. I'm like, yeah, like. what I do? Whatever, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then my grandpa, uh, you know, he's just a drunk, old, jolly old man. Mm. So he's just like, yeah, fucking there he is. I'm like, what? And then, you know, the secret got out. But it was just hella funny because then now. I mean, both my parents grew up in this town. Sure. Everybody's like, dude, you're fucking, you know, you're on Facebook. You're Stacy's kid. I'm like, no, not. But yeah, she probably posts some shit about, you know. <laughs> so I'm just like fucking every, they know shit about me that I fucking would never even guess. But right. Yeah, it was it, I, at the end of the day. It was awesome, bro. It was funny. It's cool for them because they get the they get the hype, you know, and they can be like, yeah, you know, whatever. So it was cool. And then people ask me like, Oh, what'd you do? Like, were you just like, hooking people up? I'm like, no, nah, man. And, and just cliche, this might sound, bro. Just be yourself. Like, sure. People like you or they well, don't. Sort of. Yeah, exactly. Like my, this is my whole point of bringing it up as well. Sort of like, and I, I know that it's because it is a, a yearly thing 
there was like the big thing where it's like you can win if it's a popularity contest yeah. and you push it. And like I know people that make cards and I know people that introduce like, hey, we're doing this thing. Can you vote for me? I know people that send out mass text messages oh, yeah. every year where it's like, hey, vote for us, vote for me, doing this thing. And the like reason that I'm so glad that you won it is like it wasn't a priority for you. But in talking to you, you're always like, oh, I don't know. It's cool that I won, but like I wasn't really going for it. And Dude. you not expecting it, like this is a big part of the reason I won you on the show. Like you won the Solano County Bartender of the Year. Not actually a bartender. No. I'm not shitting on you. No, you're right. You're completely right. But my point is, like, what we do as people that serve alcohol, whether you work in a full bar or a beer bar, what we do is we're the connection between you spending way too much money on alcohol (laughs) and you going home and spending a significantly less amount of money on alcohol. Anyone can go and buy beer and bring it home, and it's realistically, it's one quarter the price, sometimes less. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So people don't come out to spend four <laughs> times the amount of money on a beer. No. That's not why they go out. They go out for a fun social environment. Yes. So, you know, like I, anyone can sell a bottle of water for $11. <laughs> Who the fuck is going to buy it? Yeah. You better have a fun place to buy a bottle of $11 bottle of water, you know? So what we do is we are the liaisons of like you stand behind a counter, I stand behind a counter. The only reason you go back to a, an alcoholic establishment is because of the environment. Yeah. And one of the humongous draws of alcoholic environments is the people that are running the joint. And so, like, I work <laughs> in a bar. You work in this brewery. There isn't anywhere in town anyone can go. You dying? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to clock out real quick, mid-compliment. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, fuck. I'm That's like, it. My heart's giving out. Come for you, Elizabeth. I'm overwhelming. I'm getting busted, busted too hard. Fine. I'm yeah. trying to just say nice things. So... You can't, there is nowhere in town where you can go out and drink and have it be affordable. The reality is it's phenomenally expensive to drink outside. For sure. The only reason you go to a place is for the interaction and the fun and the social environment that it provides. And the longer I'm in this industry, the longer I realize the reason you go back to a place, it's almost never for the prices. It's partially environment and then it's largely people that are working at that joint. So, you know, like if I want to spend a dollar twenty-five at a beer or seventy-five cents a beer, I'll drink it in my fucking house. My house <laughs> is tight. I got every video game I fucking want. I got an old lady, I got a dog, it's tight. I fucking get wasted and I go to fucking sleep. Yeah. But if I want to go out and spend six dollars a beer or eight dollars a beer, it's gotta be fucking worth it. Fuck yeah. And I always try and go out and I like to explore different places and the places that I go back to are because the people behind the counter are entertaining or funny or interesting or notable of some way, shape, or form. And I love that you fucking won this competition, not trying, because what that shows to you, whether you want to hear it or not, is like you are a phenomenally fun and interesting person to engage with and talk to. I appreciate that. And those are the people that I really want on the podcast, which is kind of like the original idea. Yeah. And I think it's super appropriate that you won this thing. And I, I think it's awesome. And I love that you won it as a not full bartender because it really showcases like you're a personable dude. Yeah. And I love when, you know, um, to be fair, both of you guys, but like, I love when you come in because you're just like a very much like your uncle Mark at, you're a very social, fun, upbeat dude. Appreciate and that. what really like was the last nail on the coffin was when you were there the other night and there was a said person was very upset with you <laughs> oh, dude. repeatedly <laughs> yelling and poo-pooing on you for 
reasons that are not my business and I don't give, I don't give a shit, but this lady was upset and she was barking at you and shitting on you. And like your consistent reaction was like, okay, all right, please leave me alone. Like, I understand that you feel that way, but like you don't get upset for things that don't upset you. Like you're just a jolly, fun, personable dude. Right like you come into the bar and the bar becomes a better place. Like you run this place and the place is a better place. People want to see you. They want to come hang out with you. They're interested in what the fuck's going on in your brain. Like you're just a, a good, fun person that exists. And I think a, a, an atmosphere like this is really good for you because you get to showcase that. And the proof in the pudding is you just got fucking bartender of the year. And you know, you're, you're running a beer bar. Yeah. Right on, and it's so dope that you got that. And that really just showcases like that. People want to hang out with you and you're a fun, sociable person and people like you are what make establishments like this worth it. Yeah, and man. it's tough right now for all the COVID shit. And it's infinitely arguable, but I think like socializing is important. And now has kind of really proven that where it's like, yes, you have to go to the hospital. Yes, you have to eat food. But if you just clam up for eight months in your house, you don't fucking say hi to anybody. Like there's some serious psychological damage to that oh, absolutely. and we're not valued as essential as a social gathering point and i understand that social gathering points are inherently dangerous for this virus but like we have to get out and we have to experience other people and like you're the epitome of that in this situation and i'm glad that you want it for that reason man right on, i'm bro. glad that you want it in your limited environment and it just showcases your your social importance and the the funness that is you i think you're a red person appreciate that dog i love you man yeah i, I I'm, I'm i you know because i can never say that about myself but when i hear from other people especially someone like you i fucking yeah. i see you I look up to you it's like oh dude man, you know so that's cool it's just like it, it's always dude it makes me fucking red in my cheeks i'm here i'm like <laughs> it makes me all fired up bro. Good. so i appreciate that brother man a lot of love man like i said you know the last thing i expected um caught me by storm but it made me feel good it actually made me feel good. really proud because it I was just so. like you know I, I hope i did make this place cool enough for people to keep coming back and <clears throat> shit sure enough i don't know how many fucking votes i got i don't know how many other person got enough i mean dude the chick <laughs> the chick i beat had won like eight years in a row or something so what, i'm what like a nerd <laughs> fucking nerd i know what a nerd vote for me yeah <laughs> fuck gentlemen gyms <clears throat> yep but, <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it was a huge thing, and then um, it's awesome, they especially for the brewery. Especially yeah, exactly. They were all they're super proud of me. I mean, they even gave me a little raise, and hell yeah. Um, they're just like, dude, you know, congrats, you're doing an awesome job. And they always say that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to be, you know, like right. help you guys out, and you know, because we've had issues in the past with employees, you know, sure. and shit like that. So, um, yeah, it just felt really good, man. It was a really cool like honor. It was a compliment that I could really never have thought was going to come my way and uh, i'll never live it down that's for goddamn sure but <laughs> that's right yeah, got a but, fucking shirt made oh, i'm gonna get a fucking tattooed on my neck some metals yeah <laughs> tattooed on my neck. <laughs> first tattoo is going to be fucking <laughs> b-t-o-y 2020 hell fucking, yeah yeah but that's um, dope, dude. yeah it was awesome man and hearing your words really actually really make me happy man that was awesome so you hit the fucking nail on the head like it's trying times i mean they're going to see what year I want. Like, 2020, that was a fucked up year. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. you know what? And yet we still, you know, we still have people coming in and showing love, and we're still yeah. able to do our thing. So, All the cards completely stacked against you. Yeah. During the COVID, during the <clears throat> shutdown, during not having food, during not being a full bar. Like, Absolutely. And you still came out on top. I think it's so dope. 
And that's the second, for me, as I'm learning, that's the second part of this podcast. Is the first part is like meeting interesting people in my life and then throughout the bar. And then the second part really, which makes me feel good, is like <clears throat> I feel like my environment of being raised was there was not a lot of nice things being said. And in learning that, I want to try and turn that around. And there's so many awesome people that exist that don't have enough nice things said about them. And it's so easy to find amazing things about people and you know like i i fucking suck dick at taking a compliment <laughs> you don't you better than me but you know you got your limits there it's, but it's, it's like weird sometimes sometimes it just takes somebody to, and that's why i try and do it in a big fucking blurb yeah. like i don't want to hear your response i'm going to rant what i feel and what i feel is accurate and i only say things that i mean and like you you deserve it threefold man wow, and i'm man. really genuinely glad that you got it and i think it's dope i think it's awesome I, and i think that the brew hall in itself is a wonderful thing and it as Benicia is a great thing and Mark's doing his thing, but you are drawing in like the younger clientele. Absolutely. Like, and your pride for this place is <clears throat> unprecedented. Like you rock it, you love it. You talk about it everywhere you go and you're involved and you're passionate. It's fucking dope, dude. I think it's really cool. I think it's really neat. Right on, brother. I appreciate that. And I, I'm glad that you got what you got because you absolutely deserve it. And you're a, a rad fun dude. And, we need more people like you around, man. Appreciate you, Matthias. That's awesome, man. Matthias, which meant biblical. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. You had a biblical speech, bro. That was beautiful, man. I might fucking go read the good book after this. I don't know. I'm I don't know about more. that, but <laughs> yeah. I'll drink the good drink. <laughs> <laughs> man, right on, brother. Yeah, man. It's, you know, I watched this thing grow from a fucking small seed and get water and piss and all kinds of stuff on mm-hmm. it and help it grow. And here we are slowly becoming a nice tight. little plant. So. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate the I appreciate the kind words greatly. You have no idea. That's fucking awesome. I'm gonna Good. listen to this later and be fucking punching air punching my fucking <laughs> sky and shit. So. Little shadow box. Yeah. <laughs> this is a rocky theme. You're gonna get me all fired get up, bro. Pumped up, son. We're gonna have this tidbit, this little that little end tidbit right there. Every time you walk through the door, it's not gonna be like a fucking alarm. It's not gonna be like a poo-doo. It's gonna be like fucking yeah. So you know, it's just gonna be that whole little speech. It's gonna be awesome. Right uh. on. All right, man. Hey, we're almost at two hours, so. Yeah, uh, I think that's a good way to end it right there. If you have any words of wisdom for the world, otherwise we'll just wrap it up. I have to pee so bad. Uh, Yeah, well, in that case, let's get this going. Um, Yeah, thanks, for Matt, for having me on, bro. Check out the BarCast. Um, what a guy. Just a uh, great time. Fucking appreciate <laughs> everything you've, you you know, I appreciate everything you've let me, like, talk about here. Just spill my bullshit. But I appreciate the kind words more than anything. Right and, on, man. Um, Come check us out, man. Small town brewery. And yeah, come down to Brewer. Our thing, man. It's a gangster place. What's the address? Uh, four t- four eight two eight East Second Street, out yeah. here in the industrial park, across from the church. We don't get biblical, but we get drunk. So come through <laughs> nice here. Tag. Yeah, Hecho and Benicia. Yeah, right on, brother. Thank you so much again for having me on, and uh, I feel privileged and honored. And those kind words, man. You have no That's idea what that kind. means. So you deserve I appreciate it, man. That. Thanks for being on here. Thanks, well, thanks for having for the me love, in bro. this place. This is bad as shit. No, dude. absolutely. I'm all about it. We're going to get you some brews to take home, bro. Chill with. So yeah, I brought the growler. No yeah, I see it. I'm going to get you some cans too, bro. I got Ooh. some stuff for you. All right. All I'll right. send it, man. Cheers, Thank you, guys. Dude. Thank you.